We were rocking. Microphone. Is it 29? No, this is 30, isn't it? Is it? Hold on, let me quickly check. I'm sure this is 30. It's good that we know where we're at, off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last one was 29. Sick. The one with Lee was 29. Three zero. we've hit the big three zero. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. Back to just a dynamic duo this yeah. week. Yeah, no guests. No guests. Plenty of hair still, though. Yes. More hair than ever. <laughs> one seems to be growing at a rapid rate. It really is. Yeah. I'm a little bit annoyed at you. It literally seems like every every, every day it seems to like get a little bit. You're here well, every I week. Literally, it is getting a little bit longer <laughs> yeah. every day, but like noticeably so. But you're here once a week, and I notice it every mm. week that it's a little bit longer. Yeah, it seems to have like there was a big stage in the middle where it felt like it wasn't doing anything, and then now mm. it's just like broken past like another point. It's just having like a little spurt. I don't yeah. know. Like it fully ties up now. Yeah. You've been growing it for like I don't know it's three days. <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> Actually, like... How long have you been growing it? This is a question I get asked all the time. Bro, how long did it take you to grow your hair? I'm like, I don't know. Because yeah. I just started, and then it grew, and then I cut it a few times in between. And how long does it take to grow your hair? And yours is a good one, because we can figure this out. Because you had basically normal-ish short sides, a little bit longer on the top start point. Yeah, I'm going back to... Okay, so episode one. I'm loading this up right now. So it was. I'm unleashing mine. Oh, there we go. Right. Wow. It's just normal hair. Yeah, you had normal hair to start with. How many weeks ago was that then? Was it when we started the podcast? So that's over six months ago then. So it's, yeah. So I'd be right then, thinking nine months to a year to grow your hair out. Yeah. So it's still long-ish. Do you know what I mean? You can't see my scalp on it. It's not a skin fade by any means. It's probably like that's probably another like. Is it like generic computer character haircut? Yes, yeah. It's probably like, so I had a skin fade prior to that, but that was probably about two months beforehand. So altogether then from like a skin fade to this, probably put in like eight to nine months. Yeah. And like my hair touches my bottom lip now if I pull my... From my the front? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Damn you. Oh, it does as well. Look so at that. Only, only just, but... You look so emo right now. <laughs> If, if you're not watching yeah. on YouTube, you're missing out a treat. Oh, you're yeah. missing out a treat. That I'm just going to do the rest of the... Emo mess, rest you feel of like the, you should be behind a bus shelter complaining about like your this. parents. God. <laughs> God, life's so tough, man. God. Yeah. So. I don't want to even bother with the government being the way it is, man. Man. Oh. So. <laughs> so it's a Friday, and look at us. We are so professional. It's not even 7 o'clock, and we're already rocking and rolling. I know. So it's been a good week this week. What have we had? We've had some sunshine. I've had some rain, so I didn't have to go out and water the goddamn plants every day. Let's just say, as well, I'm giving up on plant plants. 80% of them died even when I looked after them. Hanging baskets. Hanging plants is hard. Waste of time. Mm-hmm. Waste of time. Hanging baskets suck. Buy fake ones. Yeah. I just want something cool to hang around the house. Yeah. I'm more work than a child. Yeah. My nan's good with hanging baskets, but how then... do they keep them alive? You should see my grandparents' garden, but they are in it every single day. I do think it is a like literally a full time job to have a have a very well kept garden. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll I personally can give a shit. I've got two out of five left. Yeah. They're thriving, the two that are all right. You should see, you should see this uh so like I went to my uh, grandparents yesterday and I haven't been over for a week or two just because I've been busy. And they have a uh, sunflower growing in the back garden. Yeah. 
and it was fucking huge. And I said, like, what the hell have you been doing to it? And my mum's like, literally nothing. And she, like, she didn't even plant it. It was it was a seed that had fell from one that was there so the year before. So let me get this straight. I can't keep some hanging baskets alive. And your grandma has a, a 300 foot... So, Jesus. It yep. is M's not short. And that's two and a half times her height. Yeah. So Emma, yeah, she's 5'9". And it's literally like double, if not a bit more. Christ. And the funny thing is, my nan's four foot eight. <laughs> so, Amazing. like, seeing my nan it's next like to that. like James and the Giant, giant Beanstalk. I'm, like, honestly. No, that's James and the Giant Peach. Yeah. Who's <laughs> Jack who's and the, the Beanstalk. Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> Jack and the Peach like, and James <laughs> and the Beanstalk. But the, the actual, like, <clears throat> uh, stalk of it, it's genuinely is, like, that thick. Like, so, it, but, yeah. It's got a girthy. girthy Everything's girthy. girthy. Yeah, so, but yeah, she's like super green fingered, so everything she touches just seems to like grow. So, whenever we have anything and it starts to die, I'm just like, Nan, help. <laughs> and then, like, it'll come back twice the size. And yeah. just like, just like, I don't know what she does. I think she just cares for them. That's it. I ch- honestly, I put, I watered them. Then apparently, I overwatered them. Mm. And I'm like, God, they're demanding. You can get those little ball things it's like a, a little bubble and you fill it with water and it's got like a funnel I so just, it only lets a certain amount of water out so it like slowly keeps them, them topped up mm. I just I've don't never think used one it's in my male genetics to be able to care for a plant mm, yeah. other than a cactus I so I now own a cactus yeah. it's in the kitchen it's still alive um, what's the other one aloe vera they're easy they don't need a lot of water well I just thought I'd get some lavender or something but mm. as well I had tulips mm. Don't know why, but tulips seem to be a thing. So I got some, yeah. planted them. They grew. They lasted three days. Then a strong wind came. All the heads blew off. Yeah. I now have three pots of green leafy sticks. <laughs> what the fuck is the point in a tulip? Very feeble. They're pathetic. I think if you sneeze near one, it'd fall over. And just do it. Our petals are gone. And see you next year. <laughs> yeah. I'll be back again next year. <laughs> no, you won't. Yeah. You're getting uprooted, mate. I'll uh-huh. put a cactus in your place. Yeah. I used to have a thing for cactus when I was a kid. I thought, I thought they were just so cool. I wanted loads. And then I would always end up poking them. And then... So you wanted cacti. Cacti, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, yeah, aloe vera is a good one. That's really easy. We've got one and it's been growing quite well. Aloe vera. I was just in there, not even thought about what that was. Yeah. It's, of course, it's a plant, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, and they're really thick. Can you rub it on leaves. yourself? I don't. It's only, can you? It's only you. You can, yeah. You can actually break can it you? off, and yeah, you can like make yeah. stuff from it. Yeah, my my mate Chris, he had a massive aloe vera plant. He'd grown it for years. It was literally like this big. But he had a house fire, um, and like everything, the house got completely destroyed. But um, the the aloe vera plant, it was really weird. So it literally looked like it was bleeding because like the because it's so full of liquid. Yeah, um, and the the aloe vera was like burnt, and it came out almost like a deep dark red so it literally looked like the plant was like bleeding it was really weird that would have been a good picture yeah so. that would have won some photography awards that mm. would have yeah you got it right. plant well, it'd, be, it'd be a symbolism of the dying of the planet yeah the bleeding plant yeah very strange but yeah doesn't need a lot of water literally i think like you water right. it like that's it maybe like once or twice a month aloe vera there's another big one that my, well, my neighbors have got and it's inside the house and it makes it look like a jungle and i love it i can't remember what it's called mm. Don't know. It's a common name and a common thing. It's like a big green, climby plant thing that you can have inside your house. Most plants are big and green. <laughs> Not really it doesn't have flowers on it. It okay. just grows. But if I said the name of it, once I thought of it, you'd know it. You'd be like, ah, oh, yes. Yeah, I'm shit with I stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to make something. I'll get something. Don't get hanging baskets. That's the lesson for the week. 
stupid things. Anyway, <laughs> should we? Uh, it's been going on. Oh we, yeah, cool. Should Let's have a look at what we got. That. This one, I'm quite excited about right, this one. So this is actually. So you went and got this. Yeah. And then you. Did you tell me what it was on the phone or before you got here? Yeah, I told you. Told well, I told you a little bit about it, yeah. and then I did a little bit of research because there's a place just around the corner from me, and they do all kinds of rums, whiskies. Everything you can think of, lots of wines, everything. The really, really cool little shop. Very knowledgeable about everything they've got there as well. And like I was talking to the guy and explained about the the podcast and what we do. Mm. And he pulled out like he pulled out five different ones, all very different, um, different stories. And we you're just risking that, then you're just like, smells okay. It's juice. But I found out, you know, if you put Ribena in yeah. something or Vimmers, yeah, it goes off. Right. Doesn't last more than a day. Right. Cherries and berries, however, chess and bears for life. Immortal. It's been here for like three weeks. It's still fine. Other than the, uh, mm. what is it? What what can you get from uh, plastic death? No, no, they're from standing water. Oh, I can get sick from it, can I? Yeah. Oh, brilliant! What can I get? Um, Bet chess and bears will save me from it, though. Being yeah, in there potentially. With it. Um, what's it called now? Static standing water. It's fucking. Oh my god! It's on the tip of my Ah, the plague. Yep, it's, it's the plague. Bad. The black death. No, because I had a mild version of it called Pontiac's disease. Um, I can't see it. Would it have visuals? I can't no, see it. No, no, I don't think you it. see anything. Oh, what the fuck is it? Well, now I don't want to drink it. It can kill you. Okay, let's not drink that then. It's if been it's literally, literally, if it's literally been, Yeah, I don't know how long it takes to, to form. How, what water were you drinking? It's just water. If water, if like, if it's been were you, opened, were you drinking from a so pond? I, so you don't get Pontiacs from that. So you get Pontiacs from inhaling. It's it's exactly the same bacteria, um, but so it was um you know those like air ventilator ventilator things that you put like incense in yeah. and it like pumps it out. Vaporizers. So, yeah, like the vaporizer yeah. thing, but like just generally into your room. And Emma didn't change the water in it and then turned it on. Oh. Um, so we inhaled this Legionnaire's disease. That's the one. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. You people die. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and yeah, so basically... You... Why do they call it Legionnaire's? Is it from an army day thing? From Legion's? Quite possibly, yeah. 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 Stagnant water. Um, and yeah, so we inhaled the water vapor opposed to drank it. So it's a very mild exposure to it. And we had like fevers and headaches and stuff for a good like 24 hours. Sweet. So I'm not drinking that anymore. Let's move it so I don't keep drinking it. <laughs> So flex dies. Well, yeah, if I keel over, I'm pretty sure I drank from it the other week as well. You maybe been... a little bit, little bit of fresh air went in it when I drank it a few weeks ago. And it I, don't know, it. I don't know how it works, mate, but... How maybe long cherries you sat there for? And you've been heating that so it would grow bacteria in it, wouldn't it? Potentially, yeah. Yeah, quite possibly. We, the blinds Actually, it doesn't, it doesn't heat it. It, it, it. There was like a fan thing that vaporizes it without heat. That's, oh, really? Yeah. I don't know how long it was there as well. Like it literally, like she just turned it on. Could I'm, weeks. I'm going to bank on the cherries and berries saving me because yeah. you know we're we're cherries and berries for life. Yeah, fingers crossed. Anyway, mate, yeah. I'm I'm hoping that you'll be all right. Yeah, anxiety for the next 48 hours now. <laughs> no, I have no idea how. You got tickly throat. You got. To, I feel like I got tickly throat. I'm going to I'm going to Google how long Legionnaires takes to start to uh, form. Brilliant. Well, the time you say that, we'll, I'll carry on with the story that this week we have a award winning whiskey on here and it's actually one that some of you when we first started the podcast put into our list of recommendations and what um 
So, Legionnaire's disease is potentially fatal. Bacteria, pneumonia, infection that is contracted from breathing in water droplets or an incubation period. Okay, well, I don't of, get some cool from that. Um, two to ten days with an average onset of three to six days. No, that that's not about drinking. That's just about in here. What about people that are wandering through a desert and find like a little puddle and like yeah, and then you drink it up? They don't die. I would imagine. So maybe I don't it's just know. that maybe it's standing it's just water have to breathe it in. No, no, Legionnaires is definitely when you drink it. Pontiax is the more, uh, there's a less severe version. But don't worry, mate, we're cool. Feeling lightheaded. Feel woozy. I need my mum. <laughs> Get my well, mum. This may be the last episode of the crew cast, everybody. Get the heroin. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go what in. would you do if you were, that was it, you're done, you're going, hmm. you got this much time to live, would you heroin it up? No, probably I not. Definitely would. You're on the last day. Yeah. Would you not? Don't appeal to me, heroin. Apparently, it's amazing. Though. Yeah, but I don't I mean, know. It's got to be. They keep going back. Yeah, they? I think I'd want to be. I'd want to be as lucid as possible, though. Like, I don't think I'd want to just like. I'd feel like it's almost wasted out of consciousness. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah, but you'd be back. You're not dying on the heroin. Yeah. Or maybe you could. Could do, because yeah. when you're going to die anyway, you're not exactly going to be conscious, are you? You're going to no. be like eyes rolling and all that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> You've got to know. You've got to choose. Um, no, probably not. I wouldn't go for heroin. So you just sit there and slowly, feebly pass away? No, I've already said I'd wait until the last moment. I'd jump off a building and aim for somebody. Oh, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> you little prick. Yeah. So you'd be, I'd be watching you on heroin. Yeah. Because obviously we'd have to go together, why yeah. not? You know? Yeah. Team team mentality. Yeah. Well, this is morbid. Okay, anyway. That's not morbid. It's awesome. You're jumping off a building, aiming for somebody, and your final hurrah, and I'm fully heroined up on the top um, of the building, probably thinking I could fly and following you. Yeah, just going, oh, that's <laughs> great. Whoa. Yeah, so we're definitely taking that dude yeah. out, whoever it is. Yeah. So that's anyway, the, the whiskey. award-winning one. So yeah, um, went in there. How the fuck were we talking about that? Where did we tangent off? Who knows? All you right. went on to Legion. You tried to kill me with Legion. Oh, no, you tried to kill yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they told told me they gave me multiple different options and then the, they pulled this one out last and i think they said that in 2019 it won worldwide whiskey of the year yes so is that like the mr universe championships of bodybuilding where it's not really the universe or is it actually a worldwide recognized thing? Yeah, I think that's so. pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, from what I did a little bit of googling after, and I think that is like there's a there's a there's multiple awards. Recognized worldwide championships. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Um, and should we have a little? Do you want to play so, your guitar? Sitar? The crew cast, as always, the crew chest for the crew cast is on the table in front of us, and to open it, we have the usual fiddly diddly. <laughs> it's actually a really pretty bottle. Yeah. So it is the red breast. It has a robin on it, so I'm immediately in love with it. Yeah, red Over. breast, single pot still Irish okay. whiskey. So do you know why it's called a single pot? Because it's sealed in a single pot. Nope. Because someone smoked pot and <laughs> was <Me>? single. <laughs> <laughs> no, so in it's an Irish whiskey, mm-hmm. correct? So in Ireland, they are taxed on their barley. Oh, yes. So what they were doing was they used to get taxed on how much whiskey they distilled. Yeah. But obviously they would fiddly-diddly. They would hide how much whiskey they were distilling. So they would distill it and then they'd take it off site and hide it. So they only get taxed on what was seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the government found figured this out and so started taxing them on the malted barley. Yeah. So they couldn't get around it. So they got taxed on the amount of barley that they used. So 
ever devious people that they were, they started distilling with unmalted barley and malted barley yeah. mixed because the sugar, the the breakdown from the malted barley, the enzymes in that would also break down the unmalted barley <laughs> equally yeah. and create the um, sugars needed to create the alcohol and it would also give it a different kind of full-bodied taste still. Yeah. So it still gave to the process. And the reason, so the reason it's called single pot is to do not so much with the way it's made, but more to do with them evading the taxing. So it was something to do with uh, the, the the phrasing is to do yeah. with the fact that they went from a single malted barley to a malted with unmalted to evade taxes. Mm. Um, yeah, it's and a I weird saw, one. I saw that it was like the single pot thing is can only be an Irish whiskey, same as how like champagne can only be champagne if it's from, from champagne yeah, yeah. the champagne region yeah it's the same thing there like you can't have a, a scottish single pot still ah. like it has to be yeah. irish and everything i saw as well so this is like basically the benchmark of what a traditional irish whiskey should taste like this yeah. is like it's been around for a long time and it's all the the kind of things that you would expect from a very traditional irish whiskey I guess it's because they put malted with unmalted in a single pot, mm. and that's why. So single pot isn't isn't so much a process; it's more of a, a story of what was in the pot. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but that's so, what it, that's what it says about the history of it anyway that I read up. Yeah, won awards. So this has very good things. This is it, a twelve year old. Right? Yeah, twelve years old, um, and apparently the twelve years is a minimum because there's a blend in there, so it's a minimum of twelve years, and there is some things that are a little bit older as well. How much that? Twelve years. Yep. Yep. You've got to be um, thinking ahead of your business game now, haven't you? Tell me about it. In 12 years, we'll have a bottle ready. Mm, but this one's been going for a long time. So apparently, the, so the company that owns Jameson's, um, this was like something in the 80s. They were all, pretty much all of the Irish whiskey companies were bought up by the IDL, Irish okay. Distillery Limited. Um, and they like bought all these small companies up and then kind of brought them under one roof. And then this has been like a staple for them for like since then so it's been going for around 100 years that's Sick, like in, in, really? including beforehand Ooh, I like the and uh yeah so the fact that like this has been kept around even though See, a look, massive this is why over. we do what we do like you you can't get that from a stella or mm. a bottle of wicked yeah you don't get that history and that cool shit you're drinking history when you're doing these things i love it you're drinking effort you're drinking basically you're drinking a skill set yeah. of the distiller I love it. So we're going to pop into this. It's a lovely little bottle. I do, so for people that don't know, I do love a Robin. If you put a Robin on stuff, I love it because as my child, it's part of my childhood Robins. I have a Robin tattooed on the inside of my arm from my favourite mug. You've got nails, mate, because I, 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 I am nails, mate. Oh, just I'm, fucking nails. Oh, just fucking nails, mate. What do you got to do? You've got a little... I think you got to peel that little... Peely bit. Yeah. Well, that is insane, isn't it? We're stumped, mate. We ain't getting this one That's open. That's it. No whiskey for <laughs> you, boys. Crew cancelled. We can't <laughs> get into the bottle. It's all right, I've saved the day. Oh. Here he comes to save the day. Oh my God, right? Do you know they've made a super, a new Superman series called Superman and Lois? No. Mate, it's the worst piece of shit on TV. Oh. The dude's wearing a suit that is packed out. Yeah. He's a guy. Google it on your phone quickly. Superman versus Lois. And then I want your initial reaction to the guy they've chosen to play Superman. That's all you need to do. And anyone who hasn't heard of it or seen it before or knows more about it, tell me why they've done it because it is horrific. There's the face I wanted. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And, uh, What's oh. the dude's name so people can search it themselves? Um, so I've just typed in Superman and Lois and went on Google Images, but the guy's, Find the guy's name, name 
And then um, what I want you guys to do at home is Google this guy's name and then... Toiler Hochelin. Hochelin? H-O-E-C-H-L-I-N. Hochelin? Hochelin? Tyler Hochelin. Just type in Tyler Superman and then Google, Google it and then comment in the comment section of wherever you're at or on our YouTube, please. Help you know, fight the algorithm. Your first reaction when you saw it, mine was, "What the hell were they thinking?" Look at that. He's like, he's got. His he twi- looks Mexican yeah. for starters. Yeah, he's got no features that resemble Superman he's in got, the way we all know him. He's got quite a small. Like, he's got. Delicate el- he looks elfin. Neck he looks elfin on top of like a big beefy body that's obviously he not. Looks like his. a pixie. Yeah, he looks like a pixie. He just he doesn't look like he belongs to the body. Well, because he at, doesn't. Well, he doesn't because that's not his body. That is a foam-filled Superman suit. Yeah. What strange. a jest. Yeah, that. You got the likes of Cavill getting jacked, mm. putting in the effort. That and you know what's hilarious in it, and I don't care if I spoil it for you because you shouldn't be watching it anyway because it's shit. I've only watched one episode and I had to watch it to the end just to see if it redeemed itself. It doesn't. They've made Lex Luthor black. Mm. Shock. Mm. What a shock. Let's make a main character black. Mm. Nobody cares. Black people don't care. They don't want a black Lex Luthor. You middle-aged white man who made that decision. Yeah. Dickhead. Lex Luthor in the history of Superman has been a white dude. Just leave it. Nobody cares. He's not a cool white dude either. So if anything, you're insulting black people because you're now making the gooniest character black. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. Yeah, mm. no one gives a shit. No one it? gives a shit. Stop, stop ruining shit. And I'm not opening it until I've had my rant. I'm just there. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, stop looking at emotionally <laughs> staring. Yeah, because we've got to do the pop test. But yeah, at one point, okay, this is how bad it is. They've made him a family man. He has two sons. Mm-hmm. One of them looks like an emo. The other looks like he should be called Corey or Chad, right? And the emo one has social anxiety disorder. Are you fucking kidding me? They've made Superman into family ties. He looks like an emo. He walks around moping. He has an epiphany, right? Something happens where there's an accident. And in one moment where there's one accident in the entirety of his 16 years of life, he immediately questions that he might not be human. Like, no hint has been given at all prior to this that he thinks anything untoward other than that he's a pathetic little person who's sad. Yeah. Because he's got social anxiety disorder. Mm. You know, he looks also, one looks like he should be called Corey or Chad, like I said. So what's the immediate image you have in your head? Classic American, Just, yeah. like all-star thing. Yeah. yeah. He looks like he should be Jewish. Yeah. So how are they brothers? Lois in it, yeah. I swear is a woman from horror movies because she's got a lazy eye. I don't know. Yeah, brilliant casting. And um, so, so there's one moment, right, where he, he questions his whole life, which leads him to finding, you know, his little pod in the barn, mm. crypto pod. Yeah. And... Uh, there's a point, right? So they're 16 or 17 years old, okay? Mm-hmm. He has not told them he's Superman. They don't know. <sighs> now, it gets better. It gets better. He, they have the accident. So one of them's like, there's something not right. You're not telling us something. I shouldn't have survived. But in an American accent, way weenier and more annoying. He looks at them and he goes, and she, Lois looks at him and like, we've got to tell him. He goes, I arrived here. That was my, I arrived here. I was sent from another planet um, to, you know, help the human race or blah, blah, blah. And they look at him and they go, and, and they go, you're trying to say you're Superman. We've seen Superman. We, you're not Superman. He literally looks at Lois, looks at them, and then takes off his glasses. And they're like, oh. so in 16 years of your life, 
You've never seen your father without a pair of glasses on. Kids walk into their parents' rooms when they're dicking each other. Mm. And you're telling me you've never seen your dad without his glasses on. Get That's to the biggest flaw in the whole fucking Superman He doesn't universe. even adjust his hair. Yeah. It's not like he kicks his glasses off and then slicks his hair back and yeah. they go, whoa. Yeah. It's just his glasses on his ultimately super recognizable pixie face. Yeah. Wow. Get fucked. And they've only put, and they've put Superman and Lois, mm. you know, to make it gender neutral titling. Mm. The whole thing is a farce. No woman cares that is Lois in isn't in the title much like when is, Superman is it, is films come out. about her as much as him? No. No. They're just, well, they're I a family. It, I suppose that's... It's the, always a bit about her, yeah. 50-50, isn't it? Mm. The movies, she's a massive character in them, yeah. in the originals. I suppose that's it, isn't it, to then give it the family orientation, but... Yeah. Sounds terrible. Mate, awful. Never watching another episode. What's that on? I did it on the illegal downloads. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's called Superman and Lois, and you should definitely not watch it, other than to go on and complain about it. It's quite fun to moan while you're watching about it, picking out all the bullshit, and then just never watch it again. Terrible. Terrible. Can we have the whiskey? <laughs> You're going to need one now. <laughs> right, so here we go. This is the red breast. Oh, it's got... Um, what's it when it's not deep? Is it embossed? embossed? Uh, In on. the glass, it says red breast right across that. So you could even read it if you were blind. Apparently, it's... Um, the, the actual colour of the whiskey's got like a light... Red, ready tint. To well, it. it even says on the back as well in, in embossed single pot still. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that. Really old school kind of um, wrapper labeling as well. Highly awarded and critically acclaimed Red Best 12 is a single pot still Irish whiskey comprising exclusively of pot still whiskies, which have been triple distilled and matured in the finest oak casks for no less than 12 years. That's legit. Mm. Now, you said on this we should be tasting. So, from what I heard, there's, there's going to be... Ooh, that was super cheeky. Yeah, that was a good one. So, it said some, like, honey, Ooh. some buttery, um, like, almost shortbready kind of buttery biscuit it smells, scent. It smells um, delicious. It smells delicious. And some, like, berry notes as well. I can smell berry straight away. Put that to your face. Almost sherry-esque. Ooh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Because I think it is a sherry cask, isn't it? Is that what it is? Because yeah. I smell sherry straight away. So, if that's true, then I feel I'm awesome. sure it's sherry Yes! Cask. A rich mix of dried fruit and spice with toasted oak and sherry undertones. We are actually getting good at this shit. Yeah. I can't smell any of the butteriness. I can smell a bit of honey, a bit well, of I berry. We've not experienced butteriness before, so no. I don't know how we're supposed to detect that. Maybe it's in the drink. Maybe it's like yeah. more of a heavy smoothness to it yeah. or something. And this got, um, from what I saw, out of 100 when this, got, when this won the 2019 Worldwide Whiskey Award, it got... Okay. 98 out of 100. That's insane, isn't so it? So that's a very good score. I'm pour a bit more because I feel like this one's going to be delicious. Oh. <laughs> Hold it up to the light as well, see if it is. It does have a little bit of a red hint to it. It's a green bottle, though. I mean, in the, uh, in the glass. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's starting well. <laughs> Brain's on form. It is very amber nectary colour. It's very amber, isn't it? Mm. Oh, mate, that is delightful to sniff. That's what she said. Oh, honestly, if you're addicted to glue sniffing, you could switch up to this. It'd be a lot less painful for you as well. Probably a bit more expensive on their wallet, but you'd probably die less. Yeah. Can you die from glue sniffing? Yes. Can you? Yes. Is it? Is that not when you start huffing gas? Um, no, glue can kill you as well. Really? Yeah, don't do it. Not PVA, though. 
Um, you can no. eat that stuff. Yeah, you can yeah knock back a... It's vegan as well, PVA glue. Is it? Yeah, so vegans, they go, go to town. Eat as much PVA glue as you like. <laughs> it really smells of sherry, can't you? Yeah, that smells lovely. And we've got no ice in it, so let's point out. We decided, we had a bit of a, a battle trying to find out whether we should have this with ice or not, but we're treating it as a single malt, so we're having it with no ice. Yeah. I'm going to stop slouching. I'm very slouchy today. Should we just go straight in? Yes. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Happy Friday and happy Monday to everybody at home. Mm. Mm. Oh, now I get that butteriness. Right off the bat. Oh, wow. yeah, you really do get a buttery kind of. Oh, yeah. That is lovely, mate. Fuck, that's so nice. That, that is delicious. So I got a real creamy, buttery taste straight on my tongue the moment it hit my mouth. No heat, no nothing. And then immediately afterwards, uh, I got uh, the sherry cake and fire. And it went from the back of my mouth right the way forward yeah wow. but nothing down the throat no that was really nice that like secondary taste that came in it was like super it's really segmented though wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah there was that's like i've never had any of these drinks that have had very like clearly defined tastes yeah it's almost like phase one phase two <laughs> yeah phase it was three. as it went over the tongue as it went back mm -hmm. it, it set each part of your tongue off separately like the aftertaste now is that kind of shortbready like um that's the, like but that's where i recognize butteriness. it buttery shortbread yeah that is yeah similar thing to when you have a really buttery shortbread yeah, and it coats your tongue yeah you have that taste afterwards i'm going in again Ooh, I'm, going, I'm going to restart the video whilst we're going again because i'd like to point out last week we had no blackouts well done lex yeah we're doing it again this week no mm. blackouts let's go in number two okay number two mm. Oh my god, number two is even more delicious. The heat is way less on the second sip. Three, four, five. There's a bit of the heat back. That is so buttery and smooth. Oh wow. Yep, that is delicious. That's very, I see what they mean by the shortbread. Yeah. I get heavy sherry taste with shortbread and then heat. But not a, not a peppery heat. No. That actual warming. Yeah. I don't know where that goes, mate, in the list. That's up I know there. where it goes for me. That is up, up, up. That what was my favourite so far? The Gentleman. Gentleman Jack. Yeah. For me. See, the difference with the Gentleman Jack is you've got the sweet honey-esque bourbon in there. So that is more of a buttery. It's still sweet, but in a different way, isn't it? Yeah. But it's not going to get sweeter. I think it's going to get smoother. Mm. Whereas the Jack gets sweeter. That's tough. That's in my top three. Oh, you're you're number one in that, aren't you? Straight yeah, that, that that for me, that's uh, you're a man of acquired tastes. Sir. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on with that. Forty really... five pound a bottle. For these yeah, things. I have seen you can get it a tad cheaper. You can get it for 42. about forty two, forty three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is it. Support your smaller businesses and pay the extra three quid. Exactly. Yeah, I'm happy to as well. The fact that. Like, I wouldn't have picked that unless he spent the time. He spent a good, like, 10 That's minutes just pulling it out and explaining the different yeah. ones. And... and I bet they love it when you go in and you're just a dummy. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, yeah, we can teach you some stuff. Yeah. Here, try this. Oh, try this. Mm. Lick this. No, sir, that's not what I'm here for. Oh, I'll put it away, sorry. You know what? I could actually speak to him and see, <laughs> see about getting him. I get want one him to one. lick it. <laughs> I meant getting him on, on, the, <laughs> on, the, on the podcast. On the podcast. Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. Get to bring some little tasty things in for us to try and learn. Yeah. Oh, I want to do it with chocolate. I'm determined to do the chocolate. I want to do the chocolate one where you yeah. eat certain chocolates and then have the drink. Well, they they do 
like basically it's a shop where you can go around but they've got this little little built out bar area and you can hire it as like a function room you can only fit like maybe five people in or something and you can actually just like have little parties there and you can test different drinks and then mm. any ones that you like you can buy at the end so i'm wondering whether we could maybe take the crew cast on the road there and just do it there one of the nights oh that'd be cool yeah and then obviously we could get one of the main you want to, to dare it. to mess with the electronics do you know what we could do? The place looks so sick, though. Road mic it. Yeah. No, because we need three. God, you want me to take all this and an extra weird mic that I had to MacGyver last week and make it work? You are yeah. dreaming. All it is is just unplugging. We haven't got to mess with the settings, though, have we? Yeah, it's a different, complete environment, though. Here, we're in a single room. Everything's kind of like, you know, the same yeah. consistency. There, yeah. there's going to be sound bouncing off everywhere. I'm assuming it's going to be stone walls. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, the yeah. difference. Well, we can think about it. We can try. Well, you need to go down first. We go down there because it's not a huge place and it's made up of sm multiple smaller rooms. Yeah. So the actual, you know, the one room isn't much bigger than this. Hmm. We've got to look. Let us know if you'd like that. Would you like us to take it to a place where we do the drinking, learning about the drinking and chat about some stuff? Because mm. I'm taking the day off Instagram today. Because Which is why there's no questions. There's no question time today for you guys. Sorry, we've, we've, but we do have questions left over from last week because we got carried away and started really late, and then we also just I don't know. We, we we were on a long one last week. It was mm -hmm. over two hours, wasn't it? Or no? Did we keep it in the time frame? No, last no, week? we did we keep it on because we started. We late started at like half ten at night. Yeah, we were we were on that one, and Paul Lee was falling asleep. Oh, we, we do have something extra. For I also week. while I was there, I said, "Oh, have you got any mini cigars?" Because I know I, I always come over and, and See, I eat all Alexis I, food and <laughs> smoke all these cigars. <laughs> so I was just like, "Oh, I'll pick something up." Do you know what? Him. All you boy, everyone came over last week. You know, I had like all the boys over. We were filming the fight series. You came over for the podcast. Mm. Everybody was here. Lee was here riding. Mark was here riding. I went mm. riding for the weekend. Oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about that. Went riding for the weekend. Full weekend. Just took off mm. on the motorbikes. A guy came over. I'll talk about it in a second. I'll cover it. So, yeah, by basically, by the time everyone had left, I realized I had no food in the house. <laughs> all my cherries, all my chairs and bears was gone. All of it. All my cherries and bears was gone. I was down to, like, my final bottle. I had a mild anxiety attack because I was having uh, withdrawal symptoms. And, uh, yeah, I had, to, I had to actually go and order. Actually, I actually had to go into a Sainsbury's. <gasps> to get some food to tide oh me over God. until my home delivery arrived. Oh, my God. And I only went in to get, like, four things. Guess how long I was in Sainsbury's for? Half an hour. Yeah. How does that happen? You can't get out. <laughs> you can't. It's impossible to be any less than half an hour. So, so kindly, Lou has picked up these villager. Now, I have miniatures. Yeah. Which is different. You've got mini cigars. Yeah. Mine are miniatures, which are... Uh, I'd say a third of the size of these. These are actually quite meaty, mate. Yeah. These are going to be decent. So we're trying these. They're called Villager Cigars, and my immediate sniff test on them came back horse bales. Horse hay bales. Bedding straw. Yeah. That's what it smells like. It smells like horses to me immediately. Yeah. I know what you mean, exactly. So it my is theory like is this is grown thing. on a farmer's land by a farmer next to his horses. And, and we're about villager. to... Which but is, it, it makes a very bold statement. Classic export villager. And if you can see this on YouTube. Do you know which way you pulled yours out? Because that has no tapered packed end to look at to me. Like that. I don't think it matters. It should matter. There should be a tightly packed end and a looser packed end. Oh, hold on. Yeah, no, this side, you can see there. There this, is a little bit of a taper. We are possibly going to smoke these back to front. But There's we're a little bit of a taper. Guess. And you can see, look at that side there. Is more tightly packed than that side. Yours is clear. Mine, not so much. Oh, a little bit. Oh, that's the smoke. 
that's the sucky end. That's the sucky end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, we are cigar experts. Cigar, we are, we are. Highly qualified. Sucky end, non-sucky end. Yep. It's like when we have a gun. Yeah. Don't point the pointy end towards your face. Yeah. Blended with Cuban tobacco. Ooh. Um, and also... Can we get smoking? S- can kill your unborn child. Yeah, this is inside the packet. When you so, can we just say the villager packet? Right, it's a, it's a, a yellow that you would see from the eighties. So, if you imagine one of those old yellow eighties t-shirts, do you look good with the cigar in the mouth? These are decent. I'm gonna get some of these. These are like these look manly. Mine are just fun. These are manly. Yeah, I wonder how long these will take. Everyone thinks mine are joints. Yeah. Nobody's thinking this is a joint. No, this is people actually know a legit this is cigar. A cigar. Yeah. Um, Oh, no, I'll tell you fair is that people think mine are blunts, blunts. which are different to a joint, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, so the the packaging of this villager, it looks like something from the 80s. Like, just everything about it, I love it. It's really, really retro looking. And it says, obviously, the usual smoking kills you on the front. But then you open it up, and inside, I'll show you, if you on needed the YouTube, more reminding. it's all white. And then on the inside thing, it says, smoking can kill your unborn child. Which, if you think about it, is suggesting that if you are childless right now and not even trying for a child, that smoking could kill your theoretical unborn child. Yeah. Like, there's a little ghost fetus somewhere floating around waiting for you to impregnate somebody and every time you have one of these little cigars it just goes wow wow daddy wow why must you smoke that you're killing me very very assuming Mm, it is Mm, yes so there you go That'll make you chuckle. Next time somebody opens one of these and sees smoking can kill your unborn child, they're going to hopefully be around other people, remember this podcast, and laugh. Yeah. And then those people will look at them like they're a psychopath. Yep. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like we did, actually. We just looked at that and laughed, both of us. Yeah. We just thought, well, I just imagine Casper. It's because it's such a I imagine Casper being statement. like, oh, oh my. Such a statement. <laughs> I love, I genuinely love that branding. It's cool, isn't it? It's just like something from the 80s. I imagine mm. it being in an advert for like a Walkman or something. Yeah. Love it. I might get some of those myself, dude. They have like a little cigar. They might be my new addition to the house. They have a little cigar cabinet there at um, the, do you uh, the work, wine press. Do you work for the wine press, Lou? Do you I, own I, part of the wine? Are I you a shareholder in I the wine I actually did work there. I, did a, I, did um, I installed a load of their shelving and stuff like that when I was on my old job. That's why you've got a... a yeah, so you, know, you walk in, you're like, dead my shelving. Yeah, you know when you were looking and you're like, oh, that's really cool. It's all uplit because it's all when, raw steel and like. Yeah. So when you buy something from them, do you give them the eye like you know you wouldn't have sold this to me as much if I didn't put that shelving in? To be fair, they um, the one of, one of the guys who owns it, or I think it's his dad's. He does give me a discount because I spoke. Really? I spent the day there working with him, wow. so whenever I do go, but I didn't see him today. But I don't. I'm not like going looking for a no, discount. Yeah. It's just genuinely a really good place. Yeah, I will. I will be. I'll be waiting for the dad. <laughs> I did subtly was also we do a podcast yeah. and Do you uh, enjoy the shelving that I put in for you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna walk in and go, you know I know the guy that made those shelves. Yeah. That helps you sell the stuff. There you go, mate. Mm, here we go. Right, and so the sucky end is that end. Light it up. I think there's still more to go. I think I need a bit better. A little bit more, wow. yeah. It's a bit heftier, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's going now. Oh, there we go. Good. Ooh, that's smooth, dude. Yeah. Even out your nose, it's not even that peppery. Although it's probably going to get more peppery the further down we get. 
Yeah, it's nice. And it is very different to putting that in your mouth to putting the miniature in your mouth. That is a pro- that to me is still a proper cigar-y kind of level. Look at us being men. Drinking whiskey and smoking cigars. With a skull lighter. Oh, that's some powerful smoke rings. Wow. Yes. Oh, I need to get some of these. Can we have some suggestions, please, for the... Now, what do they call these? Because they're not... Are they... Villager, villager classic they exports. They so these aren't like a big cigar. Yeah, but what like do they call them? Is it because it's? Yeah, they just say cigars. We're sm- they're just a cigar. They're just a smaller version. They're not a miniature. They're not. A, they're just a cigar. Let's go. Can we have some good cigars that aren't like I've got some downstairs, like Juliet ones, mm. and they're like ten to twenty pounds a go. Whereas I'd rather have some that I could get in all the time and share around and not be like handing out tenors as I'm handing them out. That'd yeah, because nice. the other ones, all of the other cigars. So I think, I can't remember, I think that was about £15 for five. So it was still quite expensive, but not crazy expensive. Yeah, it's like three quid each. That's not bad. I don't mind giving um, out, you know. That. Yeah, but the, the other ones, like pretty much the next the next one, they were they were all sold individually and they were like £13 each. As a, as a minimum, they went up to like 30, 40 pounds each. Yeah, mad, aren't they? Yeah. It's crazy, but that's why when people smoke cigars, when you see somebody smoking a cigar and enjoying it, they paid to enjoy that shit. You know, they're genuinely having a moment. It's not like a cigarette where it's an addiction yeah. as such. It's that they've got something, it's got a flavor profile, they're having it with a drink that matches it. Yeah. There's a whole thing. That's what I love about it all. You know, it's just one of those. And you're not smoking a cigar every day. You're doing it once a week you know that's yeah, what we do most, yeah yeah i maybe have a miniature which is a fifth of the size of these twice a week yeah and that's including when you're over now you've upped my risk of my unborn child dying yeah sorry mate. My, you, you've upped the risk of my theoretical child perishing by at least five times so i hope you're good about yourself that tastes different now oh really mm-hmm. what's going on with your week then whilst i smoke and drink whiskey um, so, I I am denied whether to bring this up on the crew cast, but I thought realistically it's probably a good thing. You should come out eventually. As gay. Yeah, just do it. As a, I'm coming out as a source. Em needs to know. She's probably known for years anyway. She has. You got the house together now, so she's set anyway. She's like, yeah, you can come out now. We're sorted. We've got the mortgage. <laughs> so anyway, we've got a seller. The. the <laughs> that's. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to come out in about 30 years' time. <laughs> I just went full, full fiction. <laughs> oh, with the gimp. <laughs> Zed's dead, baby. Zed's, Zed's dead, dead, baby. Zed's dead. So, yeah, anyway, so like, I undenied about um, kind of talking about this on the, the podcast because it's not really, being mm. genuine, this isn't something I've really spoke to about with anybody other than Emma. Um, and over the last like three, four weeks, um, I've been in a pretty shitty place. Um, and like, like you know, workplace or just general? Just in general, very, very low mood, very low energy. Um, really, like kind of yeah, just not having a great time. Uh, had some bad news with a with a friend recently as well, which hasn't you know hasn't helped. And lots of other things have kind of felt like they've stacked up a little bit. And as of like the last day or two, I've kind of, you know, just rolled with it and just not. Um, yeah, just, because it was 
10 days ago, maybe now. Yeah. You had that. Yeah, bad, found out bad, some real bad, bad news bad about news. a friend yeah. um, who's, you know, which, which, yeah, in, in the way in the circumstances it happened would be hard for yeah. anybody. The, yeah. The, and the, there was some other stuff going on beforehand and that was just kind of like another thing. I'm not going to go into any, any of the details about it, but yeah. And these are the kind of things that we spoke about a lot towards the start of the, yeah. the crew cast of like, you know, how to... Well, that's all we can do, isn't it? We manage, can experience something and talk about it. So. Yeah, manage your mood and try and like sort things out. And I think I'd be disingenuous to to like not talk about the fact that that's something that's been going on right now. Mm-hmm. And although I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go around telling people this is my problems in an everyday situation, I feel like at least this is a decent platform where. Well, we've had so much feedback from people how it helps other people. Yeah, and this is important for you to talk about it. Let's be honest. Yeah, so like. So- we haven't even spoke about it too much. Obviously, you know about the the issue with my friend, yeah, um, and other things like that. But we, I don't, I, I always try to at least outwardly keep, um, you know, a decent positive outlook. But I have been in a not an ideal place for a little while, and I feel like as of the last few days, genuinely just being pissed off with myself because I'm just like, all right, I'm fucking done with this now. But annoyed at being where you were, in yeah, your mindset. yeah, annoyed yeah. at where I'm at right now, and wanting to make a change and telling myself that I'm going to, but then not doing it. Mm. And I thought for for the sake of accountability and everything else, I might say what I'm going to do. And then when we talk again yeah, next week. Yeah, you have to do it now. Yeah, then we talk again next week and I can hopefully then come back to you and be like, I had a really good week this week. Which is usually what we do. Yeah, I had a, I had a similar thing, feeling a bit overwhelmed with all the work. Obviously, nothing compared to your emotional turmoil that you had to deal with. Mine was more just usual, yeah, busy work thing and myself. But um, I was saying I had to take the accountability. I had to actually write it down. Yeah, you know, like we talked about last week. We talked about it literally. Mm-hmm. The reason we talked about it is because that's what I was going to do for myself. Mm-hmm. Take stock of what I saw as being a problem and how I was going to fucking fix it. Yeah. Focus on the fixes rather than the problems. Yeah. So go on. Yeah, what so, is your, your strategy? So it's this is this is going to be unremarkable for the most part, but it's basically looking back on over you know the last year or so, looking at things that I was doing that made me more productive. So one thing for me, I'm um, so I think this is a, a good kind of tool for a lot of people to to do is try to look at your flaws, try to understand what they are. Um, because in knowing what they are and facing up to them, that's something that you can kind of work mm. around. One of my biggest issues personally is being very, very critical of myself. Um, in a non-positive way. Yeah, yeah, to the point. So, like, obviously, bit, there's. I, I wouldn't say it's positive or negative. There, There is pros and cons to both of it. Um, but being very critical of myself and then hold, holding myself to a, a standard that when I don't achieve that, I basically beat myself up over it mm. and realistically like why i don't i don't need to and the self-talk and stuff like that that is one thing that i do talk about and i've talked about in the past on yeah. how important that is but it's something that i really struggle to practice so although i you know because i pride myself on being productive and doing well and working hard because you know my this is something that i talked with emma about my kind of reasoning why i don't ever like to let up it's because when I was in school, I performed very badly um, because I'm, because of being dyslexic, having behavioural issues, 
and I left school thinking I was stupid and my only way I was going to get ahead in life was by working harder than everyone else and I was just like I'm not you know I don't have not naturally particularly intelligent I, I just disagree I, I, I'm disagree on a I have level. to I have to that's one thing I think you push for more you downbeat yourself on is your in, intelligence you're dyslexic so you struggle to study in that sense yeah. But now that's not a factor. You're not reading from textbooks under pressure of a classroom with an exam under the way. Yeah. Your level of intelligence, the way you think about what you have to do, how you structure what you have to do, how you follow through on your goal sets. Um, I learn from you every fucking week. Like your intelligence level is way above what you anticipate. And it's cool. You can keep thinking you're dumb if that helps you to keep pushing you forward. Um, like if that's your drive to think like I need yeah. to work harder but your intellect level, you'd certainly like. I think if you if you were to go back through schooling now with your mentality, you would smash university degrees, like easy. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't know. What, I, I think a lot of people do this though. Yeah, downplay I, their own intelligence because they've been told they're stupid. Yeah, I think, and I was one hundred percent told I was stupid, and, and many other things. There we go. Um, so, yeah, that is something that I always have running in the back of my mind that I can't let up because if I do. I'm not fortunate enough to be one of them people that can just glide through on skill oh, or yeah, anything yeah, else. Yeah. I felt that everything I've ever had to do is because I'm working harder than other people to try and achieve that. So that when I when I have because everyone no one can have their foot on the pedal all the time, and when I ease off and not necessarily intentionally, when I just I don't know when I I just go through a phase of not being as productive as I'd like. I end up really getting pissed off with myself and beat myself up yeah. about it, and um, which only then makes me less productive because I end up spiraling. Yeah, I'll, I'll spiral a little bit. So anyway, the you know that's kind of a bit of where I'm at, and I think for can what I, can I ask you something before what? you carry on, yeah, because before we lose that point, yeah. where you spiral, do you spiral? Because this is what happens to me, and I had this when I had this struggle with creating content. I was watching other content to try and inspire me because yeah. I love cinema photography and photography and all that. But I would watch something, appreciate it, and then have a mild breakdown by watching a scenario, watching the amount of screen cuts, watching the amount of angles, watching the amount of effort that went into it. And then I would start thinking, wow, that's a lot of thought process to come up with that one shot. Yeah. How did they think to do that shot? How did they think to do that shot? Oh my God, I could never think to do that shot. Mm -hmm. And then you can see where it's going. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, there's no way I could think to do that. How did they structure that to do it? I could never do that. God, I can't structure that. Oh, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Is it the same, similar mindset or do you just go straight to like a set point of, I can't, I'm shit? No, so I, 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 would, I would agree. Um, so if it's very task specific, then you would see the grand picture. I would see the grand picture and be like, "Fuck, there's so many elements that I need mm -hmm. to be looking after here. This is not manageable. I'm not even going to start it because I can't handle it and I'm not capable of doing it." Yeah, that Which whole. Is, where do I even start? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but even even though I know, and this is something that I do all the time, I will. When I'm in a better mindset, I will purposely drop myself in a situation where I'm overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Because I trust my capability, when I'm in a good place, I trust my capabilities to work out how to do it. So I will just drop in and figure shit out as I go along. That's all I've ever done. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I think that, that's what I'm I say yes to shit. I have no idea how to complete yeah. and I just do it. Get yeah, it done. yeah, exactly. Um, and so I used to draw quite a bit and paint and I don't really do it too much. I think we should start that again. I've I actually been, I've been really thinking about starting drawing again recently, just as a, a little bit of an outlet, but 
I have this on like a micro scale when I start my drawing and obviously it's a really loose sketch mm. obviously you layer things up and you add details and you make changes but I start and for the first hour I'm fucking hating it and I'm like this is shit yeah. what am I doing and then it starts <laughs> to take shape and I'm like alright oh, okay yeah and I, I know that that's the process you don't instantly start a drawing and it if, looks good if you haven't drawn for a long time you're shit at drawing yeah. it's like riding a, a bike though isn't it the more you do it the more confident you get but if you don't sketch, you literally lose the ability to do certain detailing. Mm -hmm. And I haven't sketched, I would legitimately say, for about over 10 years. Yeah. I haven't taken up a pencil, nothing. Yeah, I think um, I've done like the odd, maybe tiny thing, but it's probably, I think it was Emma's 21st. We, I remember we went away to London and I took a pen and paper with me, and I, sorry, uh, pencil and paper, and just we had loads of time in between doing stuff. And mm -hmm. I just remember chilling in the hotel room, like, like sketching some stuff out. I did this like really cool. Um, it was like a mechanical hummingbird. Um, oh, you I, showed me it. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah, I remember you showed me that, and I was like, "You drew this? Mm. Like you're talented." It was yeah. I'm not too bad. Like yeah. a, a drawing, I'm okay at. I've never, um, never been great with painting. You know would be cool. You should draw something that you then frame and put up in your new house. Mm, that'd be cool. I've, I actually, when we were before we moved in, I was actually thinking about doing some more uh, modern art style painting because there's so many like really cool techniques with like messing around with paint cans. Literally, like it would be. Um, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, literally just something very abstract. abstract. Yeah, because yeah. like I really like abstract art as well. Um, actually, who's your favorite artist? Mm. If you have one. Do you know? I don't know if I have one outright. Yeah, I really like Salvador Dali. Have you seen his stuff? Oh, sorry, bash the mic again. They've got to do it once a week. Got to keep up the consistency. Um, show me a picture of his, so and I guarantee most, I will have seen it. The most famous... Do you know what I did see? Salvador Dali's is his um, melting clocks. Oh, I love that one. Very like Melting time piece. He, he was like a... a I don't know yeah, all the details like about that. him, but he was a sex fiend, a weird <laughs> old um, Spanish man, I believe. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I. you know, I went to the Louvre. And went around there, saw the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Least impressive thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's tiny. Mate, oh, really? It's like, yeah, it's like this big. I'm that's, talking that's like hidden. that. What's that? Like 50, 50 centimeters? Yeah. That's how big that's it is. That's it, really? Yes, it's tiny. Wow. I, I walked around the Louvre. I was impressed by every other piece of art. That's our That's Lord him. Yeah. What a man. He looks like he should be in a horror movie from the 70s. Yeah. So this is sort of like his artwork. Oh, so it's right, super, okay. super obscure, very twisted. Mate, um, the long-legged, the long-legged, long insect-legged elephants. Mm. I've seen that before. Yeah, I know this stuff. Yeah, the melting yeah, clocks. The melt I think is his most. Dude, well this is DMT. Mm. Was he a psychedelic he was, artist? Yeah, I think he was into. He had uh, to be. There's no drugs. way he wasn't. There's no way. Oh, I've lost it. You've got an Android phone. I'm now on um, the, Be the Beetlejuice face and Pornhub. Sorry. Yeah, that's just my... Uh, that's that's, that's just your history. <laughs> <laughs> Beetlejuice porn. <laughs> I bet that's a thing. It, it most definitely Oh, my is. God. Please, somebody search that. I don't want to ruin Lewis's phone. Oh, oh I like this. Yeah, that's cool. So Salvador Dali stuff is very, very abstract, very interesting, but still like very skillful. It's not abstract to the point oh, where it's just it's very, very detailed shit. work, but it is a hundred percent psychedelics. Mm. There is no way on earth that is not inspired by psychedelic trips. I want to go to um, do a full on like psychedelic trip somewhere. Like I want to go to somewhere with a shaman and do it. Yeah, I really want to do it. Sounds interesting. 
to um you just have to find the problem is you have to find a legitimate guy because some of them are just charlatans making money and they give you like an extreme experience so that you go back and tell wild stories. I don't want to do that. I want to learn some life-changing internal um, awakenings, I guess. You know, because on my own, I've done uh, some things that have literally changed the way in which I view the world and outwardly people have noticed that I am a much happier uh, more creative and settled human being yeah. and it is honestly a result of my dedicated trials in conf in controlled environments with certain substances mm -hmm. that uh broaden your mindset yeah and i am so for them now but also i am still very I'm very, very controlled with it all. Mm -hmm. So I'm not the kind of person who's going to be given a lot of mushrooms and take them, yeah. you know, because I think you can end up in some bad places. Yeah. Uncontrolled, you know. I don't think believe in that. I believe that, you know, sometimes not everything can be a, a perfect trip, but some of the tougher ones are the ones that often lead you to some of the biggest breakthroughs and happiest changes you'll ever make in your life. Uh, so not everything, but some of it, like I was able to say goodbye to my grandfather who passed away when I wasn't with him. Uh, I was able to close that door. I was able to close door on some of my past and move forward with a new life because of it. You know, it's been huge in yeah. such positive ways. And I've had other people come and experience it with me who've also had huge life changing, uh, not a feeling, but um, visions and teachings literally spoken to by ethereal beings. Yeah. I think, um, and I think it's that, huge. I think that one of the things I've never done anything um, too crazy. I've done mushrooms when I was younger, uh, but See, didn't never done didn't ex didn't experience uh, the full. Yeah, <laughs> I'm struggling okay? that. Yeah, my um, out. I'm just gonna. You keep talking. I'm just gonna do the time thing. Okay, mate. Um, yeah, so I didn't do the the full kind of psychedelic experience. I just did mushrooms when I was a kid, just because that's some shit that you do. Um, but I think one thing is the perspective that you can get from some psychedelics, potentially. Like, you can realize that there's more... It just... There is 100% more to this universe than you realize. Around you, everywhere, is just a whole nother world we're not connected to anymore. And I truly believe that it... Especially what... I don't want to publicize what I've done. Just I don't want to encourage people to do things out of my suggestion yeah um if people want to message me privately that's fine but um and i know actually i did put out this here that i people did want to me to talk about my psychedelic experiences we will dedicate an entire podcast to that because we can talk about the use of different things things like weed which are now legal and also psychedelics but i think we need to dedicate a question time to that as well yeah i think we need um because we've also had the the, the female chat the talking how to approach women how oh to, yeah yeah we did so that. did we do that no Ooh, not a solid dedicated so we've got one two whole podcasts so, we can do on subject matter. yeah we've got some good subject matter ones so maybe that can be over the next couple of weeks we um, can definitely do that can i i'll just round up what i was talking about in terms of oh, what, yeah, sorry, what, what i'm actually gonna so what, your your goal set to overcome this kind of downward point you had. yeah it's a little bit of a low point. i'm gonna restart not... recording before you do that so okay, cool, go for it. with blackouts because no blackouts people no blackouts. i got you back yeah that simple. That simple. No blackouts, no gremlins. Suck it, electronics. So the um, one of the things that I found very useful in terms of just general motivation and making sure that I adhere to some consistent rules that I want to follow was just making sure I had my whiteboard 
set out and I had the whole month laid out and different things that I wanted to achieve on each day. So if it was a training day, which would get ticked off. If it was mm-hmm. a day to meditate, which would be every day, um, make sure I have my supplementation, make sure I listen to some kind of a, a an audio book or something that was need to do putting me in a, a positive mindset or made me feel more productive because that's the beauty of it. If you're just going out for a walk and you're just going out for a walk for the sake of experiencing nature and having a good time, then that's obviously fine. That's a really beneficial thing. Yep. If you're going out for a walk and you're just getting your steps in, why not listen to something that's going to educate you at the same time? Because you're just going to feel like you're so much more of a productive person. And that level of productivity, that's one thing that I do have a bit of an attachment to that, you know, I I know that that's something that plays in. So I'm going to get my whiteboard set back up with my whole kind of month schedule of the things that I need to do on each day so I can tick each thing off as it goes. Um, and then when we actually break down the individual things, meditation itself, um, just having, even if it's a few minutes. So you're setting yourself meditations every day? Yep. Even if it's literally a few minutes, I'm aiming for 10 minutes, but even if I can only do it, do two minutes, that's fine. Really? You can meditate in two minutes? Um, I won't get into just, a deep meditation. It's mind. more just the attempt um, and the habit forming factor of things. I'm not going to be in deep meditation in two minutes. I can't get into deep meditation at the best of times because especially at the moment, um, my mind is very cluttered. Yeah. Um, my sleep is pretty poor at the moment as well. Um, and because of the, you know, I suppose one of the things that's gone on with one of my friends, it, it, when you have that downtime, when you're in bed and normally I'll put on an audio book, which will help me drift off. I'm really struggling to actually do that because a lot of the, the conversations with my friend crop back up and thing like replaying what could have happened otherwise and different, different situ- situations, which which is a pointless exercise and it's not helping anyone, especially not me. That is um, really because it has, it's a loop that you're going to get caught in that has no end. Exactly. There's um, no answer. There's no solution to that. You, know, no, it's you will never and, know and can't ever know. Said and done. Um, so <laughs> my, my sleep routine, I already had a decent sleep routine before, which has gone tits up. And part of that is because of some of the supplementation that I was taking beforehand, which did help me get... What were you taking to help sleep? Um, ashwagandha, 5-HTP... Um, zinc you're and not magnesium. supposed to take fair HTP for long periods, though, are you? Um, so, what it, do you do? How long do you do it for? So, from what I've seen, it's not necessarily the duration; it is the consistency. So, if you you can cycle it, so having a day on, day off, things like that. Okay. So that's how I was doing it. Literally, just like one every other day. Is the serotonin affecting? Yes, five HTP. Yes, yeah, so five HTP. If I remember right, you have to be really careful with that if you're taking anything to do with. Um, serotonin level balancing so if you're in any kind of like antidepressant or anything like that yes. do not fuck with hdp because yeah. they can be counterintuitive yep that's that's nothing that I, i'm not currently on any medication um so for me that's something that i have experienced works fairly well also i'm potentially going to be grabbing some cbd products as well because in the past cbd has really helped um and again i'll just be really honest the last couple of weeks i've been drinking every night or smoking weed pretty much oh, every night okay. because that, that's been shutting me down but the sleep quality is a lot more interrupted so your actual yeah. although people will smoke that's and just get a high, band-aid yeah it is and, not, and i know it is, anything, is it? and it's because and like i've been going to sleep on the sofa because i'm just not i've been in a real weird place and um yeah so just putting you the tv just on message me random shit dude yeah I, voicemail me messages the, the thing is as well just you know 
spout. Yes. No, I don't, I don't know. It is. But, um, th- and this is more um, from where I'm at. Like, I've always kept everything to myself. And this is, a uh, like I said, I've been thinking about it all week, whether I should talk about this on the crew cast. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, this is the most open I'll be. I'll never talk to anyone. I'd never tell somebody this outside of the situation and i know this is a bit weird then to then publicize it but i thought you know, it's a disconnect it's, though isn't it, it because is there's nobody staring at you other well than me, the, the thing is as well like i i've explained some things that have worked for me in the past um and we've said this before that just because i'm telling you all these things are, are very useful doesn't mean that we never have shit times well, or no, it's a constant battle but you just get a little better every time at realizing when you're caught in it and then realizing how to fix it that's the difference. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have to make a conscious effort to manage your mental state all the time, um, whether it's good or bad. And yeah, like, and I and I haven't. I've got lazy, and I've I've been sad, and I've been pretty miserable. And I think that's the thing. With well, most you had a huge catalyst to yeah. send you into this as well. With yeah, the passing yeah. of your friend, you know, it's yeah. You're warranted to have a point. It's mourning, mate. It's you're in. It's a, you're in a period of mourning. And sometimes you have to let that carry out a little bit, but it's important that you realize that's what it is and that you are going to have to, as in any situation, actively pull yourself out of it. Because it's, like we said before, anytime you get in these downward spirals, they require zero energy to maintain them. And that's the problem. Yeah. Because you can carry them on infinitely with zero energy. And and low mood states, depression or whatever else. not saying that I am depressed right now. No, you might. Well, morning um, must be a state of depression, surely. It's on the spectrum. It's a scale, isn't it? Of course it it is, yeah. Um, The thing with these lower, lower mood kind of things which is where i definitely lean towards i don't have like anxiety and stuff like that anxiety is like a very high energy like jittery thing whereas yeah, no, I, don't I kind of yeah definitely lean towards the kind of depressive state if i'm in a bad pl- bad place is sometimes you don't feel like you actually deserve to get out of it sometimes you're happy to be mm. miserable like if, if that mm. even makes sense i and, yeah i kind of know what you mean and like um, you feel like well i've brought this on myself this is what happens yeah blah, blah, blah. and emma's spoken to me loads about things to do and and i know i'm aware of it and not, i've just been like yeah but i don't i can't be asked don't want to i'm i'm just gonna that, be that's the low energy state yeah that's, that's what it is. It, isn't it and um so yeah i'm I have got to the point, I think I've kind of moved past where I was at and pissed off with myself for for not not doing the things I want to do and not being as resilient as I maybe thought that I was because this definitely caught me by surprise. Like I, I didn't expect to have something that would affect me as it as it has. Um and think- it's also a it's also I think as every challenging situation is, it's a really good opportunity to to better yourself and to like kind of add more skills and take the lesson yeah take the lesson lesson. and and that's where it is so this is me applying a lot of the things that i've done in the past Mm -hmm. to a situation that's far more challenging than it was before but that's the thing isn't it you have that you you experience the moment you learn the lesson you get through the moment, you realize it's going to take energy and time and you're going to have to actively pull yourself through it. But the next time it happens, you'll realize it sooner. You'll realize what it is sooner and you'll be able to initiate what you did before that helped you get through it sooner. So the period of down lasts less and less time. And But nobody's saying that you're going to cure it. 
It's, it's not a curable thing. There's always going to be something that comes and kicks your ass. Life is never going to be one long Disney movie. Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen. There are going to be moments where you get a beating. And the fact is, if you remember that that's normal, that's the biggest thing. It's normal to feel down. It's normal for something to come and kick you in the ass when things are going really well. Because everything is, you can't have a crest without, you can't have the crest of a wave without yeah. the dip of the water prior. You know, everything is an up and down. There's no black without white, no white without black. And once you realize that, which is where the psychedelic things have come in for me, mm -hmm. um, on one of my journeys, I realized that whenever I experience something, wherever I am, is experiencing me back. And we're together imparting an energy between ourselves, whether it's just a room. No matter what, in that moment, I'm experiencing it, it's experiencing me. And it made me realize the terminology. When you hear actors say, don't try to learn the words, let the words learn you. Mm. And you think, at the time you hear it, you think, what a load of tosh. Yeah. Now I understand what they mean by that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you're experiencing something, but in turn, the world is experiencing you in that manner as well. So it's a, it's almost a give and take, no matter what you're in is a give and take. And if you realize that, you'll understand that um, what you put out will also come back. And that's why people say what you put out comes back because what you're experiencing is experiencing you. Everything is cyclic. And once you start thinking in that mentality, you realize that, okay, so if I start putting out a little bit more positive energy, I'm going to get a little bit more back. Mm -hmm. If I start being more proactive, more proactive things are going to happen to me. Yeah. And it's so important to realize that that's the mental state you need to be in. Yeah. And it's good that you do speak, but you should just send me voice messages of just rambling shit. And I'll sit and listen to it and I'll pick up what I can and go, okay, cool. This is what I know from what you're thinking. And yeah. I think it's important to people to have that outlet because without it, all you do is internalize, hmm. which you already have no answers for. Yeah. So how do you expect to find, it's, it's like trying to draw the perfect circle over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah. I think um, Emma explained it very well to me in terms of why I should be talking more because I, I, I naturally draw in when I'm, when I'm in that state. I don't really like to talk. I'm not very that, I'm not the most comfortable with talking about those kind of emotions because I suppose just like historically, you know, it's not, um, and this is completely wrong, but growing up the way I did, um, guys shouldn't talk about their emotions and obviously it's called bullshit but yeah. i still have that internal bias that means that i'm just like i have to be always seen as a good role model for people around or whatever else i need to be tough i need to and like other people in the past will always rely on me to yeah. to stabilize them in their emotional state so so which is that's good. That it's that's a great growing. thing that that's part of your personality to be able to do that. And I'm very similar. I'm great at bringing other people back around, mm -hmm. but you have to learn to be able to do that for yourself as well and realize yeah. that you need other people to also do that to you and you're not the uh, singularity in the mm. situation. Exactly. And Emma, Emma was explaining to me why one of the reasons it's very beneficial to, to talk to somebody. Literally, like even, you know, you could, this could be going to therapy. This could be going mm -hmm. talking to a friend or a partner or a loved one. Um, or a random stranger in a bar, whatever you need yeah. to do. Um, actually verbalizing those thoughts helps you process them a little bit better because mm -hmm. when, you know, thoughts aren't always fully formed and emotions definitely aren't fully formed. So when you actually have to communicate that to another person, you have to click all those pieces into a into a cohesive sentence, which you don't normally do when they're just floating around your head. They're just things. Mm. Um, so yeah, when you communicate that, it actually helps you process and understand what's going on because you're as much as you're explaining to somebody else, you're actually explaining it to yourself. Of course, because you're talking out loud and as well, they offer a different perspective, yes. which you're missing yeah, because you're stuck in the one view. 
a lot of the time, which is why we get stuck in the States. Yeah, very, very true. And the whole thing of um, guys not talking, I actually have a, I signed up to, uh, I got asked to do a campaign with Slater's this week mm-hmm. uh, and I did a campaign with them yeah. again. I did one a few years ago, which is about, it's called Suit Up. And it was just a cool thing about get dressed up, feel good, look good. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was, um, but they're doing one now in, so I'm going to be working with Slater's and the Samaritans. Oh, well. And to create a campaign that is encouraging guys to look after themselves in the way they feel. So, you know, suit up, feel good, but also talk when you feel a certain way. Talk to those guys around you because even the guys around you are suited, booted, look good, feel good. They've got shit to talk about too. Of course. Yeah. And the moment you do, the moment you'll all start you know, coming together as a group and helping one another. And that's what it's about is using those people around you. So one of the big things I would say is when somebody sits down and looks you in the eye and says, tell me about that. Mm-hmm. Don't go, it doesn't matter. Yeah. There's somebody there mm-hmm. taking a moment of their life to give to you, to listen, mm-hmm. to genuinely, they are asking you, tell me what you're thinking. Tell me. They're literally saying it and we ignore it most of the time and go, no, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, nah, it's all right. Yeah. Take that fucking moment they're offering you. Yeah, it's a real moment, and it could be, and, that, and it can make all the difference. It could literally flip you, flip your entire terrible month around. Yeah, you know, or year, could. or fucking few years. Hundred percent. So yeah. big, big one. Yeah, well done, mate. Fist bump in um, getting that off your chest a little bit. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I like I said, I think one of the main things is the accountability of it as well. Huge. Now, um, I can't. There's, there's hundreds, probably thousands of people that are listening. So hope so. Hope I can't. So. Hmm. Can't can't bullshit now. Nah. I've got to actually do this. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's that you've put it out into the ether. That's a big yeah. thing as well. If you can't say something out loud, how do you expect anything to come of it? Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to say that shit out in the open. Say so. it out. Put it into verbalize it. Yes. And so, so fingers crossed. This time next week, I'll be sat here saying it's been a real good week. Oh, lots, lots of uh, lots of positive changes. Even it's, it might not be an amazing <clears> week, <throat> but it's definitely going to be moving Just in the right direction. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm is. looking for. Um, Never looking for perfect. I'm just looking for better than, better than before. Isn't that everything? Everything is a little step forward. A little, Nothing's a huge leap, ever. It's always a little step that then leads to bigger things over time. Lots of little things build up to a big change. Yeah. I've said this for years. Yeah, this is the same with training, same with everything. Same with training, dieting, just general business acumen. You know, it's, it's always that way. Um, and like we were talking before about how I had the content stick where I looked at things and was like, Jesus, I can never do that. I can't, how would I do this? That came before what I believe possibly my most creative things that I've done to date. Yeah. 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 It's mad. So yeah. your, your trough is usually right before that huge crest. Yeah. It usually is just right before that. Some of the best things you'll ever do. You've just got to create that wave. Yeah. Nice. That was really good. I didn't expect us to go there on that one. We had two really good weeks, dude. So we had Lee open up about him going through the uh, addiction stage, being really down, having all the drugs and stuff from last week, which was massive. I didn't expect Lee to open up about that, which is, mm-hmm. well done, Lee, honestly. Yeah, I know well he listens every week. He was like, oh, bloody hell, I'm going to listen to the podcast. But by the time we left, he was like, I was like, so how'd you find it? He was like, just so easy. I was like, yeah, you're having chats, aren't you? Yeah, he like, was really nervous before. Yeah, and then he, I remember being quite nervous before we started. Cause really? I suppose, yeah, you, you talk on camera quite a lot, and obviously the camera's only part of it, but just, you know, mm. I think I think for me, it was just like, 
is anyone going to want to fucking hear me? Like, yeah. is anyone going to listen? Well, that's another thought process. No one's going to want to hear this. And yeah. I think when someone says, tell me, and they go, nah, people don't want to hear this. Mm-hmm. It still does blow my mind when people drop me messages and they say really nice things about the crew cast. Because, like, and I'm sure at some point I'll probably get some negative messages saying, you sound like a dick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's fine. Do you know what? When <laughs> but, uh, everything's been really positive so far. And it, 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 and it, it does, it really, uh, it's really nice to hear that people. I don't think you'll get the, you sound like a dick question. Nobody's listening to, I'm going to stop saying to, it's to. Nobody listens to somebody say something heartfelt without it landing, I don't think. Mm. I think everybody, even if they don't want to admit it, when someone says something real, people resonate to it. Um, And the only people that don't are somebody who's acting out. So if you ever do get those, which you do, all I ever send back to people who send me nasty messages, and I literally do this all the time, I send back going, it sounds like you're having a bad day, dude. Hope it gets better. Mm. And guaranteed, 99% of the time, I get a message back going, yeah, sorry, man. I was just having a bad time. Lashed out. Mm. And then we usually end up, you know, they usually end up being... being really, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think sometimes people, and, that, you know, fair enough if that's a coping mechanism, probably not the best, but, like, some people do that. Like, they feel shit and they want someone else to feel shit with them. Yeah, yeah. Or they just want to just, just get rid of it and put it on someone else. You, mm. You'll stop feeling so such a way. Fuck off. You know, yeah. have that. Yeah. There is transference, isn't there? Mo- yeah. Emotions transfer from one person to the next. Someone, you know, someone has a bad day, they rant to somebody else, and that makes them feel better. But then that other person can then pick up some of that energy that they've had, and then they're a bit like, ugh, yeah. and then they want to rant. It's the, it's the uh, ripple effect, isn't it? Yeah. Like po- ripples in a pond, you throw a stone in, and you get the ripples. And this, But the same thing can happen on the flip side, which is why whenever you walk past someone in the street, you should smile at them and say, Afternoon or good morning, mm. because a little smile, a little good thing you put to them, they say to the next person that they follow, and you put this little bit of a good vibe out into the world, mm. and hopefully it spreads like a ripple in a pond. But the same thing happens with negativity, and the problem with the negativity is zero energy required to keep it going. Yes, that is the trouble. Yeah, so make that's why it's a. You know, I keep saying, make your own energy, make it a positive, put positives out there. And as I said before, from my little learning lessons, what you experience is experiencing you, and that's people too. So, yeah, it's a good one. I like that. That was a good chat. Should, really we, good. should we get on to the questions? That so we, we had some over? questions from last week, which we didn't get through, which we're going to get through this week because I'm having the day off Instagram because I just felt like I needed it. And so I took it. Oh, I, I did go riding. Cheers for the boys all coming down last weekend and riding with me because that was sick. We rode all Saturday and Sunday. It was beautiful. We, we got, didn't get rained on, nothing. We had all the comms working. We were talking, riding, loving it. Went through Snowdonia again. We found some new little routes. Um, what else did we do? Uh, we were going to ride to Aberystwyth, but it's a proper journey there. And then you want a bit of a day at Aberystwyth. And because we were kind of, oh, that was it. So we had a guy come down um, who's a specialist drone flyer. So I have some stuff I haven't put up on social media yet, but this dude has a drone. I put one up on the stories. Well, now, we nearly had a blackout then, but we didn't. You won't have noticed on the recording, because I've just said, I put one up on my stories and it goes, and then we <laughs> the computer shut down, so I'll carry on. It goes on my, so I put it up on stories, this my drone goes 100 miles per hour. Jeez. Uh, yeah, he's built these bloody drones. Yeah. 100 miles an hour, dude. Shit. Yeah. Anyway, it's impressive to say the least. And um, they make this noise <laughs> as they fly. Sounds Literally, like a, a gremlin. Sounds like a gremlin screaming. Insane. So we took out the motorbikes, me, Lee, Mark, and he literally flew the drones 
behind, alongside, around. He had it flipping, doing loop. Oh, just madness. So I've got all this footage to put together a really cool reel. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm going to utilize this kind of setup now for some intros or bike sequences I've got coming up, some cool stuff I'm going to be doing. I've got a Harley ride out at the uh, on Monday. Yeah. I go over to Manchester on Monday and I'm going to be riding the brand new Sportster S for the launch of the UK market. So that's going to be pretty freaking cool. Yeah, so cool. expect um, some shredded with life of vlogging coming from there as well as um, some new episodes. Uh, so that's one thing. And then after that, the week after, I go back to Manchester again to do the Slater's campaign. So I got some some cool stuff, some busy things coming. Cool I'm also coming. signing with a new company for pro, uh, supplements. So that will be announced soon. Got the uh, the contract due, the the overview of the contract. So that's cool. We can do that that hack that I've told you. You can tell everyone about the the special special mix. The what? Uh -huh. The. Uh... Uh -huh. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So there's two. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh yeah, that is quite interesting. Something yeah. that's yes, a delightful thing that you might not think you'd like, you might like. Yeah, I'll get to try it because really I'll order it in. Yeah, yeah, I'll get well, that ordered. Uh, order yeah. some extra for me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll get some in. We'll have it here. Um, yeah, so that's very cool. Very good things happening, and this was all after me having my downward spiral of thinking I was incapable of creating what I thought I could do. Yeah. I, I think you, um, crests and troughs, man. Crests and yeah, troughs. Yeah, it's the same with everything, isn't it? Even mm -hmm. society as a whole, like um, any kind of large period of like, I feel like we're about to have. Well, we we are in that kind of upturn at the moment. Obviously, COVID and all the shit that's gone on over the last year has been really tough on people. It's been tough on businesses. It's been tough on society as a whole. Um, and I think that kind of the freedom is coming back. People are going to get back to it. Businesses are going to be popping up. There's going to be like a real upturn and things are going to be really positive and good energy and fun and so. lots, lots of stuff going on. Like, you know, before there was the, you know, the, the plague and then immediately after that, obviously like a massive, like, I don't know, culling of a population. It's not culling, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like a massive loss. Yeah, massive loss. Everything was in ruin. And then the Renaissance kind of came from that and art and culture and parties and craziness and everything yeah, else that kind of appreciate in life again aren't we yeah it's a bit and, of a fucking awakening like hey appreciate what you fucking got people yeah and uh and that happened on a on a kind of global scale i suppose so yeah that's uh hopefully where we're we're going to be at right now and that happens on a micro scale for individuals in situations as well so and yeah. again that, that, that even that cycle is uh, an up and a down wave mm -hmm. throughout history you can look at it you can literally you, you can monitor it happening mm -hmm. you know whether it be you know the plague wars whatever you know there's always there's always an upside to a very downward spiral so yeah very cool we, uh, right let's well we've restarted the recordings again anyway so we got, we got another 30 time. minutes really yeah we've got to some so questions we'll see what we got okie dokie let's have a little look oh can we just also appreciate that these village cigars which we thought were small things have are still going mm -hmm. i'm about what would you say three-fifths of the way through it yeah uh yeah reckon? three four fifths through yeah yeah, impressive. So oh. when you think of that now, 15 quid for fire, it's three pounds. This is like That's an hour. Burnt for an hour. Oh, and obviously we've not been sucking on it for the whole hour. But we weren't we've been we put, weren't holding back. No, we've been putting it down for like 10 minutes at a time and then yeah. grabbing it again. Relighting it. Hmm. They're nice. They're smooth. 
And I did blow one bit out of my nose at one point and it made my eyes water a little bit. Yeah. Because I got a real peppery spot. I accidentally took a little bit back earlier. Oh, that'll knock you tired. I was all right. I was okay. I survived it. You may. (laughs) If anyone sees, there's just a moment where I'm just like going. "Mm." Yeah. There was a bit where I was going, a tear might leave my eye right now Mm. because it was super spicy. Yeah. I breathed like, I took it in, but rather than let it sit in my mouth for a little bit, I blew it, it came straight out my nose. So it was like hot and. Uh, through the nose so if you, if you don't know about cigars what you do is you pull them into your mouth you do not inhale them into your lungs you let them sit in your mouth and you get some of the flavors uh, cigars are all about kind of the they're not wrapped like a cigarette in just some rizzler shit uh, the whole thing about a cigar is that the tobacco inside is wrapped within a tobacco leaf it's all about the flavor it's all about the way the leaf's cured and the flavors the packing um and the flavor tones as you get down the cigar actually change they get a little bit hotter as you get deeper and a little more peppery uh, and then if you uh, push the smoke out through your nose, you actually get more of the flavors because obviously your nose is more sensitive. So that's uh, how kind of cigars work. And so I I was halfway through it, pulled in quite a bit and put it straight out my nose. So I got the, the heat of the actual smoke not sitting in my mouth very long and all the pepperiness. And I was just like... <laughs> yeah, I need to I message um, that Anthony guy back from Davidoff. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to just if he could send us some stuff to, with some notes to see if we can try some stuff, and we'll yeah. obviously try and link up, like we said. Yeah, it'd be really nice to meet up with him. Uh, he seemed like a really nice guy from what he was, you know, dropping. He dropped us a, a good few messages asking like whether we'd be interested in some stuff and having a chat. It's just logistically hard to, to get us all together, and it that's the that's the challenging part. But uh, yeah, I'm sure we can definitely sort that soon. Question time. Questions. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. Boop. Here we go. What? This is from Glasgow Muscle. <laughs> Solid name. Glasgow Muscle. I'm going to have to read it like that. I don't know if this is Glasgow. Uh, right. Right, fucking. What company would you recommend for motorbike lessons? Uh, we can't. You live in Glasgow, I'm assuming. <laughs> we don't. But basically, look at reviews online um, and see what people have said. Uh, seed? What the heck was that? See what people see. What people have seed. Um, but if you go somewhere and they don't request you to wear protective gear when you start riding, yeah. walk away. Yeah. Um, because I know a few places that have been like that and they're pretty shoddy. Now you want somebody that when you turn up seems to have a real love for motorcycling and wants to get you to ride. Uh, and then obviously read the reviews online, like your Google reviews. Is Yelp still a thing? Is that still, yeah, Yelp's still, still I know it's still there, but there's people still do it. I think so. so. Maybe Yelp reviews. Have a look at that. But you, what you want to do, in my opinion, is don't do your 125 license and just stick with that. They are harder bikes to ride as 125s than uh, the bigger bikes are actually easier because they pull themselves along easier with just clutch control. Whereas with the 125s, you have to kind of wring the necks to get them to start moving. So you end up with really bad throttle control if you stick with a 125 for too long. So get your CBT out of the way. Do a, I would recommend doing the direct access courses, which is where you do everything wrapped up into one unit. You pay for an entire thing and it takes you through from CBT to your big bike license. That is 100% the best way I would say to do it. I wouldn't recommend learning from doing a mate with a mate on a car park because they don't know how to teach you like an instructor would. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you need that. You need that professionalism. So there you go. Chris J. Wilson, I want to learn a fighting style to be able to protect myself. Suggestion. My immediate one that pops straight to my head is Thai boxing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Teaches you tons. It has grappling involved with it. It uses every limb of your body yeah. to an extent, pretty much, other than your head. But you can you know, learn that if you yeah, want. They will teach that if you ask them a couple of things. Yeah, I'd look at, I was going to say, the first thing that jumped to, to mind was Thai 
Krav Maga is also a very good one, especially for like a street fighting kind of setup because a lot of that I is... I think that's taught by a lot of shysters though. Yes, there's a lot so of shitty Krav Maga places. Really shitty. Um, like you look at them and you're like, dude, that guy's never been in a fight. He just learns all the Krav Maga. I know guys who put up on their Facebooks they're doing Krav Maga and I know I can beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Like, um, it's just no chance. BJJ as well. I would definitely it's a say false so thing. That's more BJJ from, a, from a, a very defensive um, standpoint. So obviously... Well, they even say this in the UFC. Anyone who's got a very good ground game, they tend to control the fight. They dictate whether that fight's going to the floor, mm -hmm. for the most part. Unless somebody's got a very good takedown defense, which your average on the street has zero takedown defense. <laughs> so from a defensive point of view, you can keep very well protected. They can also... You, you don't necessarily have to hurt anyone to still neutralize that situation. So yeah. that's another kind of way of looking at it, although it might not be the most flashy... Um, and and I would probably say no gi, BJJ because if you did Thai and BJJ, you are super well rounded. Yeah, um, if you were doing gi, less applicable because that has lots of things that require the actual the lapel and the, the Does clothing. Does that not cross over though to somebody wearing a hoodie? To a certain extent, to a little bit. The 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 amount of movement in most yeah. t-shirts or whatever else compared to a you know to a gi, is different, a gi yeah, yeah no, like you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, so I would say no gi's probably a little bit more. I literally thought that's... about for thirty more seconds, and you're absolutely right. Probably no gi would. I'd no. say no gi's a bit more. No gi, no gi, BJJ and Thai boxing, mm -hmm. cool wins. But BJJ will humble you quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can be one superhero, Dragon Ball character. It says they put it this way: you can be one superhero slash Dragon Ball character. Who are you? And who, who you're battling. And that's from, uh, it's Peggy, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Peggy, bruh. Um, you're one superhero. I kind of love Batman because he could happen. Mm. But if you're going to be one, you'd be Superman. And I would just dominate the world and make you do what I want. I wouldn't be a good Superman. I'd be definitely the evil, pissed off Superman. So are we in another world where all the superheroes say. exist? Because it just says you can be one superhero. So I'm assuming it's anybody. Of, uh, a lot of choices. Mm. If you were like the only superhero, nothing else going on. Oh, so you got no one to fight you? Yeah, cool. Well, you just say who you who you're battling. Um, in a perfect world, I wouldn't be battling anyone because I'm just like not <laughs> not needing to. You're a god. Yeah. Um, um, who you battling? Right. Well, I would be. I'm gonna go Spider Man. He's in my second. He's my one of my favorites. Mm. Spider Man, and I would fight. Um, who do I not like the most? I really dislike that cyborg character, but that's mainly because of the way he's portrayed in the movies. Mm. He's just a bit crap. I was a massive Spider Man fan as a kid. I had my whole bedroom decorated with yeah, like Spider Man Spider Man outfit. You know, the yeah. one with the full mask and everything. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think as well, like Spider-Man's character and pers personality is probably the one that's one, one of the least tortured and impacted by his abilities. Yeah, yeah he just um, has the death of his. Yeah, and he and he has a great time being Spider-Man. Like he, like he seems to never really in the comics, and I suppose in most of the ways he's portrayed. Obviously, supervillains or whatever else cause issues there, but for the most part, he just fucking enjoys himself. He he saves people. He's honest. He's nice. He like has a great time swinging around and just being free yeah. and being able to do cool shit. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just has a has a, a bit better of a life balance than maybe some of the others. So you're going Spidey too? Yeah, I definitely think Spidey's a good show. Cool. So with Spidey, I would have the Iron Man armor though. I've got Iron Man uh, spider suit. Yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, that would definitely... That levels things up. Yeah. And who are you battling? Um, I'm just going to battle someone shite. <laughs> so you win. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to go for a challenge. So like, Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, just Is a human. even a superhero? Just a person. Just a person that's really, really good, but like terrible in comparison to a superhero. <sighs> who then? You got to pick one. It would be Black Widow. Okay. And especially if this well, is... What about uh, Hawkeye then? You just fight Hawkeye. Spe- got I'm going Black Widow, especially if it is... Uh, the the current Marvel, because mm. she, she, she's probably, a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Cu- currently, right now, she's currently dead. I'd, I w- I'd let her get me in a in a headlock or two. Leave her very well. Yeah. Triangle me. I'll have a good time. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Uh, will Mister Lewis join the Lex Mullet Club? I suppose, well, the thing is, like, a, what what we define as a mullet? Because if I don't know, because mine's to... a party mullet now. So, <clears throat> so like, I have you know, like hair. That's it's hanging long. over the back of my head. Yeah, is that a it's definitely not a mullet. No, because like, you've got the sides that are long as the, exactly. As the back. So like, no, I, I'm I'm wanting to. I wanted to grow my my hair out in its entirety. Yeah, you should do. I think it's um, really well. So I suppose no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, and then I think let's have a look which ones we missed last week. Because uh, we zipped through a few, didn't we? How's the bathroom going, Mister Lewis? Today, the tiles have arrived. Oh, the, the mysterious tiles yep. that were out of stock yep. from the, Spain. The taps have arrived. Porcelain now, so we've got the shit together. Um, I'm literally just now working out the logistics of when I'm able to book some time off work to get it's it done. Big job, that now. Yeah, but yeah. no, it's it's great. Are you going to have to cut up. them? Uh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so the, the, there's obviously the bulk of it will be no cuts yes um, that'll be the easy bit that'll fly edges, up fairly quickly and then all of the cuts that's the that's the real time consuming part but there's a lot of other bits that were kind of in waiting because of the tile so I can kind of get moving ideally I would have had more than one day's notice that that was coming in but <laughs> yeah as such is the world yeah. um, if you started working now what Olympic event do you think you would compete in next time I'd just like to point out this is um, Craig who comes in with the cool questions every week. He's Olympic done about six. Um, Greco-Roman wrestling. Oh, good call. And and from and just as a baseline, <laughs> uh, that's something that I already am okay at. So like the stand-up with BJJ, um, taking on people that were more advanced, I actually I did okay considering just because of like predisposition to like being like moving fairly well being decent with like throwing people around because yeah. i used to do that at school all the time <laughs> just fucking chuck people just for the for the jokes um so yeah greco-roman wrestling i feel like that would be something really fun to get into the only trouble is there's not a lot of places somewhere in birmingham that i'm aware of but there's not too many places that teach greco-roman wrestling mma places are going to be the best places now aren't they yeah yeah but in terms of like a pure olympic sport purist yeah yeah there's probably none Mm, Um, i like the spandex i'm probably sprinting yeah yeah i was quite quick with sprints yeah yeah i I can't think of anything else olympic i'd be amazing guys i never like gymnastically inclined although i reckon i could adapt to pretty much anything especially as 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 a wee whippet yeah I was I could pick up pretty much anything within a week. 
um, to it, you know, to be like where they'd be like, oh yeah, you can do more. Mm. Yeah. And again, like, so there's boxing. I really enjoyed boxing. I, boxed I thought rugby that, but then you get punched in the head relentlessly. CTE, I probably wouldn't choose that. Yeah. Uh, for saying that though, Greco-Roman wrestling, people getting fucking True, dunked yeah. on their head all the time. <laughs> probably, probably not the best. Let's continue with the Craig questions because he's done a few. What's the worst decision you've ever made? Mine's a, I'm not going to say the one that immediately jumps to my head. <laughs> I know what you know that is. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say not, I would say um, not one of, not carrying on art as a main core subject because I gave it up as I came to GCSE because it was not deemed as a mainstream, you're going to get a good job subject. I yeah. went to sciences and maths mm-hmm. and I would I would have not done maths and I would have done art and carried it on. I really struggle with stuff like this because when it's such a butterfly effect, you, you change the smallest insignificant thing that would have happened in the past and you don't know how that could have could have had huge course, effects. Yes. I, you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to try to live my life without having any regrets. Everything no, it's not regret. It's just the worst. Okay, what's the worst decision you ever made? So... Um, Worst decision that that might not affect something. So like once I put diesel in my motorbike mm. because I have a diesel car and I just went on to autopilot and I put it. But it wasn't the worst decision I made because um, it, it, didn't. it had some cool outcomes. Like motorbikers stopped to help me, which was cool. Like yeah. he literally, one guy rode down the other side of the road, saw me at the garage with my bike in bits because we were trying to pull it apart to do things. And he rode all the way down the, mo- uh, the because it was on the way towards a motorway mm-hmm. to a point where he turned around. He came back about 10 minutes later. So God knows how far he rode mm. to come all the way back the other side of the road to come in and check how we were doing. Oh, it turned out he was a mechanic and he helped us. Sort of. What a guy. Yeah. Sweet. Um, I'm really struggling with that one. Uh, okay. We'll move on. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, well, I've got a couple, but I ain't going to say. Yeah. I'll tell you in a minute. But okay. I any school subjects you wish you'd taken oh i've just done that or <laughs> ones you wished you'd taken seriously um yeah no i've covered that I, yeah i wish i carried on my art because i was i won the art prize at school for my, one of my years yeah and i just because literally because it was like you won't get a job a secure job from that and obviously now look i didn't need a secure fucking job i go and do no. the weirdest shit anyway see i did art at school um and i wished i actually stuck with graphic design opposed to art because i was really stuck between the two yeah um an art thinking it was going to allow creativity. Uh, whatever, I don't know what it'd be like in other places, but at my school, it did not. You had to copy other artists' style and mm. do your best to replicate them. And I was like, well, that's not fucking art, is it? You just, you're just <laughs> copying and pasting someone yeah. else's style. Um, so me being me was just like, fuck that shit. I'm just going to do what I want to do, which was not a lot. Um, that was the problem with art. It was yeah. very self-driven. So yeah. if you decided to just, jerk off yeah that's all he did well it was just it was just not in my opinion not what art was about um and i definitely think that following along the graphic design route because i really enjoyed graphic design too definitely would have actually played into more of the hands-on practicality elements that i didn't know that i had i was i'm quite skilled hands-on wise um so then that would have actually paired two of my skill sets really nicely together and potentially could have been you know a different career path for me See, I don't know because look, I didn't do art, mm-hmm. and look where I ended up in a really creative yeah. place. I think you, no matter what you pick, eventually you will work your way if you allow yourself to be a person who takes opportunities. You will end up where you're supposed to be anyway. Mm-hmm. You'll end up on the creative path or the um, digital path or the I don't know 
legal, whatever. Yeah. You'll get there eventually anyway. It's just I think if you make some decisions earlier, you will get there a little quicker. Yeah. But I, oh, I, I genuinely think you're not predetermined to do something, but I think if you follow your nature and your want and what you enjoy, you'll get to where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless. Um, uh, Lex, will the Livewire be staying and what's your general thoughts on it? So for those that don't know, the Livewire is the Harley-Davidson electric motorcycle, which I've had up on my socials recently that I've got to play around on. Will it be staying? No. No, it's going back. I actually am going to message them after I've done a ride-out Q&A on it uh, to come and take it. I want the adventure bike and swap it out for that. Here's the reason why. It's fun, don't get me wrong, and it is definitely an impressive step forward in terms of electric riding mm -hmm. but i'm bored with it mm. already yeah it's basically a giant scooter mm -hmm. and it handles brilliantly it's really good to be on but the tech's not there yet mm -hmm. 80 miles if you ride it not even spiritedly if you mm -hmm. just enjoy it a little bit mm -hmm. 80 miles best you enjoy it a little bit 50 you can't go anywhere you can't experience it enough yeah the so and for the price quick. that it costs for them to make it and to have to sell it, it's £28,000. Yeah. No, it's just not there yet. It's it's fun to have. It's fun to try. I think if you've had that in the garage with your other if you had multiple... fossil be burning beauties, um, then yeah, it, it's, got, it's an it, option, isn't it's it? It's an option, but it definitely doesn't replace the old dinosaur burners. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be going back. I will be getting an adventure bike, which burns dinosaurs old dinosaurs and I'll be riding up mountains and not looking at the fuel gauge. So yeah, there we go. But it's been great fun and it is definitely an impressive build. Really impressive build. And it it's looks a, beautiful. beautiful. They're definitely on the on the right path. I definitely think it's a uh, a leader in the field because it, it, it is really well balanced. Mm -hmm. and, it, and I actually do believe they have their place in teaching people to ride because there is an seamlessly endless bandwidth of power on it no matter where you're at the power is instantly there all the time when you go into a turn or a bend you don't have the liability of a normal petrol bike where you could be on the wrong gear not in the right rev range because the balance of a bike around a corner is dictated by the consistency at which you can maintain the power band and speed around that corner mm -hmm. which then obviously if you keep consistent makes the bike very controllable and easier to lean in and you can, can come up or down as necessary whereas if you don't have enough power it gets boggy and it doesn't lean as easily if you get too much power it wants to stand up you know you can't lean it down so in terms of teaching people to handle a bike around a corner under the right power level they're amazing and I do think there's a place where people could learn how a bike should handle and feel around a corner on an electric yep. and then put that into a petrol yep. bike. So, I mean, there's a lot to be had from them. Uh, I've definitely had great fun Is having it. Is the hybrid it. bikes? No, and I didn't, I, well, I asked this, why not? Why didn't they build a hybrid first? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that would be a really good halfway house yeah. where you could have the electric side and then the petrol and you need, you know, I don't know. It mustn't be able to be put into the body of a bike. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it might be just too, too much. much. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, it's a, it's a really clever thing and fun. I just miss the gears. And I like the noise it makes, though. I like the whole thing. Mm. It's cool. Different. And people do definitely look at it. So, yeah. And it had a really positive feedback as well from it. When people saw it, they were like, that's sick. So, yeah. How's uh, If you could remove one thing from the world forever, what would you remove? Ooh. Because you couldn't remove money, even though it's the root of evil. 
Mm. as some people say because then how would society function you just have a replacement you remove money you just have gold would replace it yeah there'd or be something else. some other tradable item would just replace it and people would just have more of that um i would remove ooh. so is this got to be a physical thing or can this be, it can be anything it just says one thing from the world i suppose um cancer as bad as it is i don't think the thing is like things that are really shit like that that kill people there's always things that are going to kill people there's always things and that's unfortunately like a really important part oh yeah of i existence. mean it's, it's, it's a cycle of that you know we can't have everybody live forever other than that we won't be able to sustain the planet but i don't know it's a tough one that's a huge question mm, uh, I, I think um if i could it'd probably be like i don't know whether jealousy would be the right the right Does, thing. Isn't that a motivation for some people, though? You know, a driving force? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I suppose, I suppose hate, if that, because there's... I got one. Pollution. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I'd remove pollution. Mm. Or Un greed. Unnecessary greed. Mm. I'm going for hatred, or just hate in general. Just, I think, um... Yeah. I think if... Well, if you remove if it, hate and I remove greed, we've got a pretty good world. Yeah. I'd like to think that that shouldn't have too many negative... I'm sure there's some weird scenario where you could... That could be like a bad thing to happen. Um, but yeah, I think if, if people can still have their, their preferences and their likes and dislikes, but hatreds are very harsh and extreme. Yeah, it is an extreme. You can dislike something and not hate it, can't you? Exactly. Cool. Yeah. There we go. Good answers. If you were to impart only one sentence of wisdom forevermore, what would it be? Have fun. Hey, that's a good one. Mm. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy who you are. Yeah. Make your own energy. Yeah. <laughs> I think, without me having to root through all the things... <laughs> Oh, well, there's this. If you could have a... Did we do this? If you could have... Oh, no, we did it. The dinosaur mount. Uh, I did skip through a few of these. So, like, they're all intermingled. So, I'd have to hunt through all the other ones to find the ones we didn't answer. So, I think that's a good one to end on. I think we yeah. did well. That's been pretty deep. Pretty yeah, deep podcast. Emotional. Been fueled by cigars and good whiskey. See? The benefits of drinking good whiskey and having a cigar with a mate are boundless. Yeah. Even red if you breast. don't want to drink, maybe have a Pepsi and a... A sugar cane, whatever floats your boat, whatever gets you sat down and talking yeah. with other people. This red breast is very, very good. So I if you are is... thinking about it for a for something that's marginally more expensive than your bog standard, so you can yeah. get a bog standard whiskey for twenty twenty five quid. We've already gone through that though. They aren't. They're more of your fun, not great one. Yeah. Thirty thirty quid is basically your bottom line yeah. for a good, decent. Yeah. taste a bunch of flavours, have a nice balanced smooth whiskey. Yeah, so for just so, over 40, getting like a, literally an award-winning one. more-ish. And for me, this is definitely the number one I've tried. Yeah, it's definitely up there for me. I'm torn between that and the Jack, Gentleman Jack. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Jack Daniels. But it's the fact that with the Jack, I can, it gets more and more enjoyable for me the more I sip on it. And I'm on my own and I have one. It just makes me go, oh, when yeah. I do it, it's just, it, it's an, I get an instant, my palate, it favors it yeah. really well, and the Gentleman Jack is a higher quality blend mm -hmm. than the obviously normal Jack Daniels that you've experienced. If you haven't had the Gentleman Jack, try it. And you'll see what I mean. Uh, yeah. For me, that's a little bit easier drinking because I think Gen Gentleman Jack's a bit more smoky. 
which See, I don't get that from Jack. I get the sweetness that, that I definitely yeah. get some sweetness, but for me, I think it's anything that's too, too smoky. That's one thing that like puts me not doesn't put me off, but like I can find that a little bit harsh. I feel like this has made me sleepy. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm mellow. Mellow, yes, mm. that's a good word for it. That is mellowed. So if you want one to sit, relax, wind down. I definitely say your red breast is a good one to go for. It's mm. definitely not one that fires you up. It's one that definitely settles you in. Yeah, it's a good one. In. It's a it's a chill in with friends. Yeah, yeah. As in in the words of Mitch, one of my good friends through the Gymshark years, settle me in, that ass boys. Settle me in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, thanks very much for bringing that one, mate. That was a it's nice all one. right. I'm, uh, I'll have to uh, try and match that next week. I'm or well happy with that. Yeah, I have to try and do some research and get another good one. Oh, no, we've got Pirates Grog next week. We do. Giveaway. And a giveaway. Ooh, Competition. That's just reminded me. Sorry, it's right at the end. Um, Simone, mm. one of our listeners. Who, she, oh, she won the... What did she win? She won the uh, Burning, Burning Barn, Barn Limited Edition. Oh, so, yes, she did. Yeah, so she actually sent us... Ooh. She sent us a really nice... Um, it's, a, it's a rum liqueur from mm. um, Pirates Grog coffee liqueur which we'll probably try at some point we might try that along with another one because it's not like a pure rum because it's, liqueur. it's a mix so we might actually try two next week mm, here we go well, let's do that because we are giving away yeah 12 bottles in total yeah of pirates grog we're giving away six to three winners and pirates grog themselves will be giving away another six to three other winners mm-hmm. so you have six opportunities yeah essentially to win yeah across two channels and platforms so uh yeah, that's stay cool. tuned for next week. Next week so that's a, going to be a really interesting good giveaway. And like, I feel like this is such a so <laughs> we've, we've stepped it up because obviously, oh damn it, uh, we blacked out on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> fuck. all right, okay, far? we're going to wrap this up anyway. Yeah. But you know, we we did a, a really nice giveaway with a super limited. Um, you know, there was only three hundred bottles ever made, or less than three hundred bottles ever made with um, the Burning Barn one. Mm. So. We couldn't give away like twelve bottles is a huge percentage of that three hundred. Um, oh, there's no way they only made three hundred. Yeah, we were, exactly. we were lucky to get one ourselves. So yeah, literally. So you know that was a super rare giveaway. Whereas this, obviously, group parts grog, the more generic stuff is there's there's more volume to give away. Yes. So it's going to be nice. More people got more of an opportunity. Some, some serious ones in there. Yeah. Some fun ones, but some serious ones. Yeah. So we'll yeah. That out next yeah. Week. The, the how many have we tried of? Pirates Grog 2 now? Or 3? Three? Three. We tried oh, no. the 15 euro. We tried the pineapple. Oh, it is and just then the we tried... Oh, no, the 3, we, yeah. The, the, there's the ginger, the ginger spice one. last week. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the ginger but, one was proper, wasn't it? Yeah. So they've got... There's like 6 or 7, maybe even 8 of mm. them. So oh, I think it might be 8, including the liqueur one. So, yeah, we're going to try another... We'll try the liqueur plus another Pirates Grog one next week. And we'll do the giveaway... We're working hard for you guys to get some cool shit. We're yeah. doing it. We're doing the damn thing. The whole point of this was to get free alcohol. <laughs> we are winning. We're doing it. Not only that. We're also going to try and give some of that free alcohol to you. Back to you. Yes. Yeah, so thank you all. We're always really appreciative. If you're all listening, sharing really does help. So anything, you know, whenever you share it on Instagram, whenever you put these little posts up, which some of you do now regularly, one of you guys even goes to the effort of screen recording clips oh, and putting yeah. them up. Yeah. He do. always does like great little cl- clips. Always I love it. It makes me laugh. Always I don't know. I don't life. know whether to say this. I'm gonna. I'm going in now. Anyway, we, go we've, in. We've, 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 I we we were talking about this before of like trying to find some of our favourite clips. 
from all of the crew casts that we've gone across and it's you know there's already there's hours and hours we've probably got like i don't know 50 hours of of content recorded yeah so it's quite a, a challenging thing so if any of you guys can remember like a favorite episode or a favorite clip let us know what they are because we want to like do a, a quick little compilation of like you know maybe yeah. just a couple minutes of just some of the funniest shit that we've talked about or some of the weirdest or maybe the saddest or happiest stuff that we've spoken about and uh, and compile that into like a little into a little short montage. video yeah a little montage montage and, uh, yeah so if anyone's got any of those clips and they know what they are from you know a timestamp or whatever else let us know because it'd be really helpful for us to put that together and uh, yeah. Maybe get some new listeners in over over other platforms. It's must underscore B underscore fitness. Yep. He's always Harvey, isn't it? Reposting it yesterday. Remember, we had the debacle yeah. of trying to find out what his real name yes. was. Oh, yeah, because he sent us something <laughs> yeah. as well, isn't he? It's good lad. Yeah. Yes, um, so really appreciate those. I really like hearing his little sound bites that he puts on there. Yeah. Um, and just like and his funny little quotes. So yeah. we really do appreciate it. Honestly, the little things like that that you think, you know, you're just being silly, they actually do. They are quite heartwarming. They do give us a little boost. Mm. You make our days with those little things. So thank you all very much. And that's it. Yeah. We're, uh, I hope you've all had having, you know, I thought you had a good weekend. We do have a heat wave coming, guys. So if you've had a bit of rain, a bit of shit stuff going, there is warmer days coming in England anyway. Yeah. And we hope you have a good week. Take and please take note of stuff we said today. If you've been feeling a certain way, feeling a bit of a downward spiral turning on, put into action things that Lou's suggested. Listen to what we've said because the reason we say them is because it's what we fucking do. You know, and it's helped us, and that's all we can do is try and impart what helps us. Hopefully, will help you. And the most important thing, make your own energy. It's a true fact. You've got to do it. Mm-hmm. Everyone you see who's happy is doing it. Make your energy. Have it a great week. And we will catch you on the next crewcast with a solid giveaway. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. <laughs> Damn that one blackout. <laughs>